Does the Black Moon howl? Only for those with an unwavering desire to hear the truth. Access granted. You have been selected for an opportunity. An orientation as a trusted associate, if you will, into the secured, contained, and protected files of the Foundation. SCP Unredacted distributes new files for review, Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, on secure channels on YouTube, Spotify, and scp-unredacted.captivate.fm. Hey there, SCP fans. My name is Grigori Karpin, and this is Simply Creative People, the show about SCP creatives, be they authors, artists, or off-site content creators like YouTube and TikTok. We're focused on bridging the gap between various fans and serving as an introduction to different concepts and stories on the wiki. So, many welcomes to all, and let's get started. Hello, welcome back to Simply Creative People. Uh, my name is Grigori Carpin, and joined as always by my co-host... I'm Harry Like the Blank. <laughs> and special guest, Radiker. Hello! It's me, Rat. Hi! Radiker. That's so- me! We've been yeah. wanting to have you on for a while now. Um, the whole time. The whole, yeah, basically. Anytime, with, anytime just chatting with you is, is pretty good, yeah. Yep. I am I am a busy woman, but I finally found the time. <laughs> We're glad to have you. Um, but just in case, I, I doubt anyone that listens to us doesn't know, but just in case, uh, where might people so. have heard of you other than your SCPs? You also are known for podcasting as well. Yeah, I run a fiction podcast called Find Us Alive. It's an original SCP story. So it's not like reading podcasts where they read the articles. It's like a fully new story. Um, And it just recently, like this past week, uh, hit a million plays. Yes, congratulations. Yeah, I saw that. Celebration all around. For any of our listeners, if you haven't listened to Find Us Alive, I'm a huge fan, and you should really listen to it. It's really, really great. It's such a happy and good time, and everyone is doing all right. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah, there's it's no drama. People yeah. in a good situation. <laughs> yeah. I do like how life material. It really um, speaks to me that you are able to balance this sense of melancholy and also just absurd humor. It's like exactly suited for my temperament. <laughs> Oh, good. I'm glad. And thank you. I all, an, a second show coming up yeah. in almost exactly one year. I think it's... I can't remember if it's airing in early September or late August. I think it's late August. Um, but Hymns for the Road was funded on Kickstarter last fall. And I'm, we're right in the middle of... We're neck deep in production right now. I um, backed that. Oh, you did, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. I can't yeah, wait. That was a long fucking time talk, ago. You, you didn't tell me I would have. You didn't tell me. I should have told well, me. I'm sorry. There's a thing called social media. <laughs> you are my thing called social media. Oh. That's all I talked about for like two months. Yeah. <laughs> but listen, it's fine because it, it successfully got funded. Now we're going to make it. Um, it's it's going to be really good. Yeah, you it's should exciting. do like a... Once it's ready, if you get if you want to do like a promo or something, um, we can include it like on the front end of the show. Get more. Exposure. Oh, we're gonna be Ooh. doing so much promo. I'm sure. I'm sure. We're gonna we're gonna try doing like like physical print. Oh. Like talking to magazines in my city and stuff. Fuck so, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. That's great. We got Check big out. plans for this one. 
So, you had the great idea of talking about Ambrose uh, restaurants, which is a GOI we hadn't done yet. Um, but before we get into that, uh, we'd like to do a creative corner. Uh, kind of because we have so many creatives on the show and discussing how we are creative and whatnot, and behind the scenes discussions. We've I've talked to a lot, of, a lot of people uh, that like uh, listening to that part of the show because they get kind of insight into it. And so I thought, you know, you write. And produce yourself, right? I mean, mostly it's you, correct? For yeah, for Find Us Alive? Yeah, like everything except for the voice acting and some right. of the admin stuff. Right. And you've got a great cast. Um, I do. They're wonderful. But that yeah, sounds... I'm a big fan of Officer, Officer Radiger's got a really good Yeah, cast. yeah. I hate that bitch, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine... What a talentless hack! <laughs> I imagine keeping that monotone... Uh, tone uh all the time gets a little bit annoying on on retakes well i mean it is like an aggregate total of eight lines maximum per episode sure so i don't actually have to record that much you're kind of an expert at the dry delivery anyway. that's why i was enjoying the <laughs> videos where, where thanks it's the autism <laughs> well you 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 weaponize it to fantastic <laughs> and that's that's what we should right. all endeavor to do with yeah, I, I weaponize my anxieties and insecurities for creative stuff all the time. Yeah, I wouldn't get shit down without OCD. Yeah. Yep. Um, That's why we're all here. But you, yeah, you yeah, also, yeah. not not only writing and directing, but you also edit and, and schedule everything, right? Yeah. So, I mean, what goes into that? I mean, that, that's crazy. That's like, I assume no one's in the same room, so you're getting individual recordings, right? And putting them together. Yeah, so um, both shows are currently in the same Discord server. I might remake like a more professional Discord server at some point, but they're sort of separated, but that's where we do all of our communication. And the schedule works really different for both shows because one is like one episode per month and the other one is like, uh, finish 30 of these by this time. Right. Ready, set, go. Uh, but it's usually like a weekly check-in kind of thing. See how people are feeling about their stuff and where they are and when they're going to get things in and then kind of just working around when people get stuff done. Nice. And I mean, you've had the same cast for a while now, right? Uh, since like episode 11 or so? Yeah. Um, so that was... When did we get Logan on? I think it was like... January or February that Logan got cast in um oh my god what year was that was that 2020 <laughs> what year is it now god right Anybody? I think that was late 2020 <laughs> that, that makes sense Logan. so yeah same bunch of folks for a long time and what episode are you on now uh we are currently producing um 45 five Ugh, that's awesome. 44 just went up like last week no that's, the week before that's awesome i'm a little behind you're but get, you're, uh, you're getting to television syndication numbers by now yeah yeah i mean it's it's just really cool that you you managed to produce this and you know write a new script and everything and you get it out regularly i'm really really committed to that it's a it's that's a, one of the good most thing. important things that i factored in when i was like when we were first starting was that like we're doing once a month so that we'll never be late 
that makes barring sense. like extenuating circumstances. Like one of our actors got COVID once, and like obviously we're gonna right we're gonna put things on hold for stuff like that. But like you know, people are paying for this. I want them to get their get their product. Yeah. Yeah, I, I wish we did that. <laughs> but we definitely get out. We get out one on average every couple of weeks, basically. <laughs> basically. Yeah. Um, yeah we're, we're you guys are kind of the only of uh, the only like ones of your type, huh? It's not a whole lot of people talk about like the meta stuff. Yeah, I don't think there's anybody. Um, we're also I, uh, yeah. one of the only ones of the SCP podcast that, that have continued don't immediately yeah. collapse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's all. Yeah. The it's just you and. It's just you and us. Um, yeah, the um, the thing that I liked when I first started out was, I think it was that SCP Cafe, uh, that I think it was Blue Soul or somebody, I can't remember who did that. Oh, okay. oh, yeah, I listened to that for a long time. Yeah, and I thought that was really that was cool. Fun. And then, you know, he had to stop or whatever. And, uh, you know, a couple years passed and I just kind of thought it'd be really great to not talk about new stuff, but just to talk about, you know, I thought so much of the offsite content is there to entertain in that vein and that media yeah. only, you know, like there's nothing wrong with it, you know, whether it's your podcast or the, or the YouTube videos that people do where they're doing readings. But I yeah. thought it would be cool because we're authors to have, and to convince authors to come on that the whole point of the show is to like sell the concept and to act as like a curation service. Um, while also talking about why we think these things are cool or interesting or whatever. Um, yeah. And at least that gives us something to talk about because, you know, reading stuff, I, I've never been great at, at that. I mean, I don't, and I wouldn't want to go back and do multiple takes. I just, I just want to have a conversation. <laughs> That's, that is like a serious skill set yeah. to read like extended stuff like that. That is not easy to do. No. I started 6,500. for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I I did a I did a the very beginning of 6500 just to like test out my new recording equipment and people were like when's the rest of it and I'm like it's 96,000 words <laughs> I, I don't know I Here's no the link if you want the rest of it read my thing no. god damn it uh, no. don't read it yourself <laughs> um anyway all right so we are here to talk about Ambrose um, for some reason yeah. Um, the response. <laughs> so I thought I'd read some of the really basic stuff from the, the hub. But basically, you know what this is. This is an anomalous restaurant. Um, the it, end. Yeah, I mean, It you is know, what it says on the tin. Yeah. Of, yeah. For, oh, yeah. For one of the few GOIs where it's like, oh, I get what that is. Um, and I think at first it was very much... Uh, playing on the whole like oh what's the gimmick and you know the early GOI formats were menus and then reviews of the restaurant for different um, yep. instances of the restaurant showing up but uh, it kind of evolved over time is a lot more interesting now I would say um, but yeah Ambo's Restaurants is a large scale chain of fine dining eateries located in various public locations across the earth with several locations in anomalous or extra dimensional locations of interest Specialized in anomalous food and culinary practices, uh, generally non-hostile, uh, except for this first article we're going to read, uh, and will instead flee from threats directed toward them. Ambrose Restaurants is currently believed to be jointly owned by uh, Chaz Ambrose and Marius, but due to lack of a public appearances, this is unconfirmed. Um, and then that's just from like the GOI hub, which is kind of like flavorless, but from the hub uh, of the... what? 
Ha, uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Didn't even, didn't even fucking mean to. <laughs> I should hope not. <laughs> That's your thing. I hate uh, to think if that was yeah. Steal my thunder, my very faint tinfoil thunder. Tinfoil thunder. Uh, the Ambrose Restaurant is a chain restaurant found almost in every extra-dimensional port of call, with the bustle and reign of three Portlands to the high-tech high streets of Eurotech. Or Eurotech. We have locations around the world, though they are a little more difficult to find. Our ethos is to provide a remarkable culinary experience for a very reasonable price, all without compromising on taste, texture, <laughs> or customer satisfaction. <laughs> I don't know why that gave you the willies. You can be sure mm, that you will uh, receive the best possible dishes when you arrive at our restaurant, and the strange and peculiar or be present every bite, sip, or slurp. 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 That's one of those... That's uh, my, my favorite ways to eat things. I love yeah. slurping things. Uh, we here at Ambrose use all oh, sorts of experimental techniques. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> all sorts of experimental techniques, ingredients, and tools to ensure your dining experience will be unlike any other. My favorite part about this on the Hub is how it just seems like the selling points of almost any restaurant that has its own website. Um, Our food. Yeah, is... it's it's good. You should come here. <laughs> um, I do like the fact that they're, suck at all. the MTF that was originally assigned in the original article and, and later ones was the uh, one-star reviewers. That's, that's pretty good. I never really get you tired of that joke. MTF jokes. Yeah, the there's, MTF... There's a really good... In, in one of these articles, there's a super good MTF title that I can't wait to get to. Uh, probably no. Oh yeah, I think I called that out too. Well, yeah. But anyway, MTF jokes, the names, they like always, whether or not they're jokes or not, oh, yeah. like I, I'm always just like, that's clever. Yep. yep. Like just a little bit delighted by them all. Yeah, the it's, I, I like that like so many of the silly tropes we've kind of walked away from, like telekill alloy and stupid shit like that. But that trope just, no, we're going to keep that one forever. Fuck off. Like they're allowed to be punny. It's fun. It's fine. They're gonna die by some horrible murder monster. They should be allowed to have a joke. A part of our heritage. Um. So yeah, what did you know? My top level view of this GOI was, you know, I really hadn't read that many of them, other than the ones that were done for uh, Can Redcon, uh, and one of Stormbreath's later on ones. Um. But like, I was not remarkably surprised by these. I mean, they're they're really fun and good. Uh. But. They really are kind of what's on the tin. <laughs> yeah. I enjoy them because like the the earlier ones that are just like the menu and then the reviews. Um it's just it's just a fun yeah. format to like kind of present a snippet of a tiny little idea without like developing it too much. And yeah. like, I don't know, man, sometimes I just want to read a list of like, here's a cool sure. thing, here's another cool thing. Yeah. And I'm like, oh neat, wow, a thing. The OCD understands that one. <laughs> yeah, I like it because they're 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 regularly clever. Even though it's not a deep like you know uh, character driven narrative piece or whatever, like you got to look at each one of these little bullet points and go, okay, where's the the, the weird? Th uh, 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 that's funny. Sorry, the weird thing. Yeah, um, and I, I <laughs> like a lot of them made me actually hungry while I was rereading all of these. <laughs> yeah, no, some of them are really well described. Um, yeah, also, can do that. The review ones almost never do. Yeah. I like the review format because it reminds me of Wilson's a lot. Yeah. Uh, I like the idea of hearing from everyday people 
in this anomalous world and just having them complain about service or something like it's just such a it's just not there's really no other context where that makes sense on the site and it, it just it, it's so, like, it warms my heart it. yeah yeah exactly but uh yeah why don't we just uh jump in here um harry you pay again yeah that's right um <laughs> oh god uh, <laughs> 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 Jesus Christ! Uh, you picked you picked this first article, which is the classic first The first article ever. Uh, yeah, I think this is the first Ambrose article, which is why I picked. So it was dining out by Prozac. Yes, so, this is Prozac Baby G O I. Uh, sell it. Uh, this is this is this is sell it. Ooh. This is your standard um, early G O I article. Uh, where it doesn't quite match with what happens later, but mm -hmm. it vaguely introduces the idea that gets picked up. So there's an Ambrose restaurant. Some uh... were they UIU agents? I can't remember. I think they might be foundation agents. No, they're foundation agents. Yeah, no, they're foundation. Yeah, which doesn't make any sense because this is in Three Portlands. But whatever. Uh, <laughs> and and they're heading in to investigate the Ambrose restaurant. Uh, which turns out they've actually got a chain and they've, uh, they're going to investigate the rest of them because it goes horribly wrong and multiple agents get killed in gory ways, which is not really how most of the Amber no. format goes. Yeah, it's a little it's, bit out of character for this. It, it which is... It's, the trope is early installment weirdness. Uh, it's, it's like, yep. oh, that's, that's not Still right. finding its feet. Yep. Uh, uh, I did enjoy how the first oh, one died, though. Just... just the, the yeah, writing on how they, they die is particularly good. It's just suddenly dead. Suddenly dead because you ate the tomatoes that throw themselves at people that say bad jokes at 100 miles an hour while it was in his mouth. So his head exploded. Would, boy, <laughs> exploded. I was like, oh, no. Summarily murdered by his meal. That was a pretty good line, actually. Um, that, that, line, that line is the article for me. Uh, and plus the fact that it introduces the GOI. Now, Prosec wrote some more stuff on it, and I believe was planning on writing some more stuff later. Uh, but it mostly got pecked up by other people as time went on. Mm -hmm. Although this is only in 2018. This is one of the newer GOIs we're looking at, which is funny because this one feels like it's been around forever somehow. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, I opened up the history tab to see like when You're it came like, around. What? And I'm surprised it was like not older. Especially because yeah, every SCP that's referenced at the end, they find all these evidence. I mean, also this doesn't fit the um, the setting of Ambrose because it really just is a bunch of cooking where they use actual SCP, like enumerated SCPs in the food. Right. Whereas later yeah. on, it, that's not at all what's happening. It's it's their own kind of weirdness. Um, but they find there was, these instances. There was like a bit where they reference the bonbons, and I was like, "What right. the fuck are they cooking yeah. with the bonbons?" Right. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, they just like I like how he just listed out like one, two, three, four, five uh, SCPs, and then also blacked out one for some reason. And so it really feels like <laughs> just one of them. Um, it really just does feel SCP. like from that time period too. The tale is, you know, it's pretty short. It's right, it gets right into the meat of it. Uh, it's not bad by any means, but um, yeah, but it does look like a series one GOI introduction tale. And yeah, it's not which is yeah. interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, the Sigma theme does, goes a long way towards that, but still. True. Also, there's like nothing um, kind of jazzing up the page, so. Yeah, that's that true. It's, it's, it's the narrative and uh, nothing else, which is not usually how we do things now. Um, but it does introduce the GOI, and it's significantly different from everything else. So I think it's kind of funny to look at it as the first thing, because it's so completely unrelated to what happens next. Yeah, I yeah. like I like 
how I mean we've talked about it before how these things evolve on the wiki um, yeah and you know you can never the best part about it and sometimes the worst part about it uh, is that you're putting something out there for everyone to play with like we, when Captain Kirby was on we were talking about you're putting the toys in the in the toy box and everybody can take a turn if they want and uh, maybe the way you want yeah and you know luckily <laughs> they went a different direction than the original because <laughs> this wasn't the last of five and, minutes and Prosec, Pro, Prosec also went in a different yeah. Some other articles, but yeah, you got the idea. You put it out there, and you see if other people have a similar idea, uh, or if you see if they have something else they can do with your idea. Um, Throwing spaghetti bump. at the wall, if you will. <laughs> oh, look at that! But she, she joined, joined me on the dark side. <laughs> what was that? Oh, oh, soundboard. I did. Oh my god, it was so, it was so quiet. It sounded like you like tapping your fingers on something. Oh, did it only oh, come wait. through for me? No, I heard it. Oh, okay. I heard it. It was just very quiet, so I thought you were like clicking your keyboard. <laughs> That's funny. Wait, boring he him. Yeah. We are the token hats of the SCP. I know. Uh, we filled our maximum quota. There should only be two, and it should be us. So basable. Yeah. I think that you should have to fight, and there should only be one. Right well, we, we're basically we're the same. Like, we're both the same podcasters. Right. I was about to say, like, like the, the vast, majority, vast majority of the podcasters are, are the white cishet dudes in SCP. It's really weird. Hey, I'm a Jew. Calm down. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You're right. That you're right. It's fair. It's just generally that a white cishet men feel Absolutely. to talk and be heard more often, like their opinions are worth more. <laughs> God. Did you ever see that, like like commercial comedy sketch thing that was like the toy microphone that doesn't actually plug into anything <laughs> yes. you can get for your boyfriend. <laughs> yes. It's such a good band. I saw um one of the many, you know, uh ridiculous TikToks, but uh one guy screaming into the microphone on his podcast and then switching to a DJ singing a song about, oh, another white boy with the podcast. <laughs> it was just perfect. <laughs> Made me laugh. All right, let's get back to it. Um, like pretty much everybody. I completely forgot about the soundboard. I wish I had Nitro so bad. There's some there's some good shit in here from other servers I'm in. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I've got all kinds of weird shit in here too, but I never use it. Cause uh, I'm boring. <laughs> get me, uh, let's transition from Harry just sadly saying I'm boring. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to talk about fucking Ambrose. We're SCP people. Of course we're fucking boring. I know, seriously. Um, but yeah. This is uh, the only thing we've got going on. <laughs> we're creatives. God damn it. God damn it. We're Simply creatives. Though. We're artists, you guys. We're That's making right. high art. Yeah. Yeah. Um, important work. Uh -huh. Here's a transition. Speaking of high art. Ambrose. <laughs> uh, yeah, alright, so one of the ones you picked, Rad, was Ambrose Vienna. Wait, I want to say some stuff about this one first, because I'm okay. not going to lie, I did not like the way the combat was written. Oh! I thought it was okay. very well. That's my hot take. Uh, no, I don't think they were... No. You didn't like the way the what was what? The combat was written. I, I don't like the, the fight sequences. In Dining Out. Yeah, in Dining Out. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking I about think... Ambrose Vienna. I was like, what the fuck are you on? 
Oh yeah, you know the <laughs> the combat <laughs> sequences. <laughs> the part where they fights the waiter. Yeah. <laughs> no, in dining out, there oh, were just yeah. like there were a lot of moments in here that got like lost in. Yeah. There's the there's shit that weren't like lingered on enough. I think it could very much use a, a pass through for clarity, but also I don't think the I. Hmm. I don't want to be negative, but like it's not. There's not really a lot going on here, so like maybe don't worry about it. Look at it as it an does, interesting like historical artifact, and then you know whatever. I will forgive it because it does do my absolute favorite thing, which is when a character says SCP out loud and they spell it phonetically. <laughs> I, that SCP. is my I I fucking love when people do that. I am often I'm very SCP myself. I'm SCP. SCP all the time. I've specifically avoided, in all of the hundreds of lines of dialogue that I've written, avoided anyone actually saying the acronym. <laughs> Just not going to do it. Um, in my podcast, I have, to, I have to write out the numbers in, like, text, oh, yeah. because they keep reading it, like, in the wrong order. Well, that's funny. That's, Five that's, years that's, after that's the fact. PC. That's really funny. PCS. Um, I'm not surprised to hear you criticize my combat, because, of course, uh, you've written postmen having a warehouse combat. God, I love that article. Obviously, you know all about the kind I need of uh, stage. Don't tell people about that article. I haven't fixed it yet. It's so fixed it. right now. I think, it. didn't we cover it on the podcast? Or am I crazy? Oh, we did. Yeah. did. Did you? I think so. Yeah. yeah. I just, I hate the way the, like, the, the text messages look. Oh. I, it just, it needs some format tweaking because I really do think that it's ugly as hell. Well, That's fair. I mean, you know, the author's always going to find something wrong. Yeah, it, it makes me pretty happy. Especially because uh, I feel like in a lot of articles that you've done, it's not really action-focused. And when I saw that one go into, like, the action, like, really hardcore, like, it's so smoothly done. Uh, like, I can totally see it, it all was, played it was, out. I'm, I'm glad you liked it, because it was so hard. <laughs> I'm sure. Action is hard writing, to write. Writing is hard. It's, it's it is. It's super friggin' funny. And it, friggin'. The hell! I think I just—it's what decade it's is real. it? It's heckin' it's, silly. <laughs> super fucking rad. Oh my god, that's me! <laughs> Jesus hey, Christ. too much information. <laughs> uh, um, but oh, yeah, I, 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 well, I wait. I was, I'm sorry. I was like typing something into my URL and I completely <laughs> missed what you said. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really get it either. You can hear on the playback. He's not gonna repeat it. Um, okay, uh, so Ambrose Vienna. Into your house. <laughs> Ambrose Bri Vienna is one of my two favorites in the whole in the whole lineup here. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's, it's this one a little bit spectacular. Yeah, you can. I mean, uh, Rad, Rad picked, picked it, it but... but also I picked it before Rad picked it, and then Rad picked it's it. It's true. Had to find another one. So oh, you one. did? Yeah. <laughs> oh, was it like when we were talking about it like yeah. forever ago? Yeah, yeah. forever ago oh, last week. This has been a long time and long time in progress. Because, oh, I've uh, been doing so much shit, you guys. No, no, so it's fine. To worry not. <laughs> so between that and that, um, just this one was during CanRanCon, and I distinctly recall it coming into existence because Croc and Bush thought the Ambrose format that existed with the menus kind of sucked. Yeah, so that, was um, the, that was the reason this was yeah, written. That's was one that doesn't suck. But this... Yeah, but having said that, like the the menus did sort of suck in my opinion. They were pretty boring in a lot of cases. They were boring, absolutely. And this is the menu the format, which was they were they were just it. such a study in how to create the worst gradient. And honestly, <laughs> I, I am really charmed <laughs> by it. 
Yeah, the, the really ugly, ugly CSS has got a bit of charm to it, I suppose. Yeah, I, I do kind of like it. I think it's kind of fun. The 90s web... web uh... It still looks yeah. better. It yeah. still looks better than the MCD GOI format. That's all. God, those are the stuggliest <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> purple and gray and, and cream. And, oh. Anyway, all right. Um, but... And Herman Fuller... Anyway, go on. No, we don't speak that name on this book. <laughs> Um, Ooh, is there tea? No, <laughs> not that I'm aware. Of. Is there, Herman Fuller no a person? There's also no, there's no tea because there's no clown milk. That's... Um, I did notice that. Do you guys being... just not like that they're ugly? I just don't care for clowns. Like I don't think they're freaky or anything. I just don't understand the fascination at all. <laughs> That's Rory fair. Has beef with clowns and cannibalism. <laughs> For very different reasons. Um, what about clownbalism? Sorry, well, that's fine. We didn't get a clownbalism article in here. There's clown milk on one of these menus. I called it out. Don't worry. We'll get to yeah, it. Yeah. Um, remember that. Anyway, all right. So um, set this one up. Why was this one different from the old menu formats, which we haven't talked about yet? Because <laughs> it's a review. Red picked this. Red talk. Your voice is better than mine. Uh, no. <laughs> now you just go. Uh. Sorry. <laughs> what was what was the question? You're supposed to preface the article because you picked it. Yeah. No, okay, I'm gonna be honest. I like I don't know a whole lot about the history of the article. I don't. No, you don't have to worry about that. It has um, very little history. Yeah. No, you don't have no, to. No, Harry does it's that. Three years old. <laughs> oh. Don't worry about it. Yeah. I didn't start reading all of the Ambrose things until like 2021. So I was late. But, I mean, if there's two things that I love, it's <laughs> stuff that is abstract enough to be weird and fun, but still literal enough for me to not get lost, and religious <laughs> shit. And this hits and both think, of those. Oh, yeah. Like, really, really well. I think the way that that it portrays being high yeah. is, like... Just, just really good. I mean, I've never done like psychedelics or hallucinogens or anything. The Obviously most I've ever done is like edibles. Um, they don't, but, like, they don't work. They don't work like this. So, <laughs> sorry, sorry <laughs> to break it. Maybe to not. You. Maybe not the weed that you've had. I'm actually lower on that scale than you are. I have done alcohol. Done alcohol. I've done I've, alcohol. I've, I've done alcohol. God, I just gotta snort a light of this booze. <laughs> I'm sorry, is that meant to, you're meant blowing to into your beer bottle you? like it's a bong. <laughs> That's right. Um, I, I the thing I, there, were some, there were some like just snippets in here where he described stuff, and I was like, that is kind of what it feels like when you get oh, to the totally. point of being high, where you're like a little bit delusional. Uh huh. Yeah. Um. No, yeah. There's definitely parts where Eden, who's the author of the blog in Universe is describing yeah. things that's happening to them where it's like, um, what is... Like, it's not even the delusionary stuff where Eden is, like, thinking that they're on a beach and, like, slowly going into the water till they're, like, almost drowning while also trying to eat pasta and failing, by the <laughs> way. <laughs> yeah. um, and it's exactly the... It, like, spoke to my nightmare anytime I've been high about being in public. Like, am I just... Is it obvious to everyone around me? 
Because <laughs> there's no way that it didn't, like, ha- I mean, the character was in a room by themselves, but, you know, if that had been in a real restaurant, it, that would have been a, a sight to see. Yeah. I mean, what a blessing to be by yourself when you do that. that just Not that gen- this is real, but, just, you know. Just in general, just to be by yourself sounds great. Just, just all the time, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I really liked the, uh, the way she, the author in the fiction, um, described, like, being able to see the room after the high wore off uh-huh. and, like, recollecting all of the stuff that she, like, thought was going on and was like, oh, it wasn't full of tubes. It was just, like, a mirror. And I was seeing, like, the line between the mirror, like, the, the wall and the floor. Right. And, and like, then, and there... Uh... It's on a grate. The, the the dining room is on a grate over other mirrors, so that's why she thought I'm floating. Uh, yeah, that that there's like there's part yeah. of me that like wants to say like was any of this anomalous, which is you know interesting. Uh, except for at some point, it becomes pretty clear that like maybe the waiter didn't exist. Maybe the restaurant was just speaking to her through some sort of avatar or something. I I, I like that part a lot. Yeah, there's yeah. the implication that there's no staff at all because right. flies dead flies in the wind. Right. Um, I love the reveal that the pasta was just like a microwave thing. Yeah. <laughs> that, that fucking ruled. Um, and all the foreshadowing before she even got to the restaurant, um, of like not being able to find a church and not being able to find a place to pray. Right. Oh, right. Because this is little hints. So for context, this is in rat's nest and uh, rat's nest is sort of a weird hodgepodge canon where like anything can go basically. And and the world is kind of gone fully anomalous and et cetera, et cetera. And in this reading, we are basically through uh, implication uh, the world has been unified under one religion of some sort. Uh, because Eden's last name is Bermaro, it's possible it's Mekane, but it's really not ever clearly stated. Yeah. Um, and, but everyone is religious, or at least acknowledging of, like, at one point, the, the waiter goes, okay, there's, there's three people in this room. And <laughs> Eden goes, you, me, and God, right? Like, just this God, very normal... Because It's not that she's some zealot, Um but yeah, it's just like it's just know. a normal part of the society that everyone's just like, yeah, God's here. Um, I like that this all has an impact on her too. Um, yeah, that not maybe it's kind of depressing for the a person of faith to lose their sense of whatever. But I really liked that you can't, wow. you couldn't possibly have had this experience and not come away changed a little bit. Yeah, because yeah, they, uh, while. She's being led through the restaurant and then sat down in front of uh, Arabiata, I think is how you say that. Um, And trying to eat, sort of, but putting her whole hand through the plate and then getting some of it on her face or, you know. She also is, like, imagining she's walking on a beach by herself and is slowly sinking into the water until that delusion fades. Um, And then, yeah, coming away from it with, you know, uh, a sense of... I don't know, like smallness, an epiphany, like the opposite of what you would expect a religious epiphany to be. It was an atheistic yeah. epiphany. <laughs> and it was, it was just really well, like written because it felt enormous. It is very well written. And yeah. I love that. And then more to the point, 
uh, of what Harry was saying earlier about Krokenbush uh, wanting to do something prettier. This is a great looking article. Um, it, oh yeah, it's beautiful. It, yeah, it the CSS looks was introduced specifically for yeah. this article. Um, I know Krokenbush is pretty talented at CSS, right? That they Crocs really Croc is really really good at CSS. Done a lot of like pretty impressive. I believe also helped with the Rat's Nest theme as well. Of famine, I believe famine. And I think, that. I think the. Uh... Probably also the the book plugin that that I think you're right. Impulses worry worry that makes it look like you're reading a book, which is also phenomenal looking stuff. God, I love yeah. that. That article is amazing. Anyway, uh... and that's that's also for this contest for their team. They, uh, those two articles were really good. The other two were okay. Um, <laughs> I really like the fact that Rat's Nest is something where you could write two articles that are so remarkably diametrically opposed, both in style and in content, but it could still work for Rat's Nest because who the fuck knows what Rat's Nest is? <laughs> Nobody. Yeah. Famine is just like, I don't know. Famine created it. It's like, whatever. <laughs> um, I read like four or five of those ones and was like, I don't know what's going on. So I'm just, I'm just going to yeah, like drift down the river yeah like, I, I read gone. those uh kentucky the the series of tales and those were hard to it's like what's happening um but yeah this yeah. is a great looking yeah right um and this started a whole like new trend it didn't last that long but there's a whole trend of doing uh articles in ambrose goi that's not from ambrose's point of view but instead this review from this uh online magazine called walden studio and i mean i think yeah. we have two others on this list that are the same thing it's a great it's a perfect way to make up for some of the drawbacks of doing the old goi fan art, which you know like like we talked about earlier i do like but this a offers a lot more chances for narrative i don't really know why this wasn't the go-to to begin with yeah, I yeah. Don't know either. How did, I, I do enjoy I enjoy the menu first? format, but I, I I feel like, you know, I, I love storytelling in like a weird yeah. kind of unusual format, but I feel like that format specifically only has so far it can go before it starts getting really samey. Right. And they do. A lot of the menu ones. Yeah, are like, they do. Yeah, I get it. This one yeah, too, I though. This one too. Um Yeah, there I, are a couple I, in this format that that are pretty much this article again. Yeah. Yeah. Um but I, I do think that it was a great, like, sea change to it. And it certainly invigorated people yeah. to write, write for the for the GOI again, which was the whole goddamn point of Canon Rencon. <laughs> only it was for the canon, but whatever. Like, yeah. afterwards, people were like, oh, I want to do one of those, uh, which is this cool. Isn't, this isn't even the only time people have tried to renew interest in Ambrose. We'll get to another one later. Right, yeah. It just doesn't work. People don't seem to want their interest renewed, but it's it's produced some good work. I, I think it's I think mostly because no one has ever tried to write something that isn't just like we said, like right on the tin. Like and I'm not even complaining. Yeah. I really enjoy these articles, like you know, solo. Um, but there isn't a lot of, you know, not that I want the deep lore about Chaz Ambrose, but like you know, there isn't really much going on that I want to not, dig not into. Meat, not a lot of meat to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, the next one, I, I love how I did this completely out of order. Um, the next one is one of those GOI formats that we were just talking about, which is just the menu. The shit over here it is. Um, well, I didn't. Many meats. So, I know you listen. Well, I, I love you. <laughs> Harry, <laughs> Harry's, a, Harry's a jerk. Gregory is great. I've everything I've written by Benny Meats and also everything you've written by Benny Did I say written? Yeah. 
I didn't mean to admit to having uh, two admins. <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyway, um, so this is one of the older GOI formats, and the way that these were set up was sort of a very simple menu. This one's like a three-course sampler, which is like a prefix menu, um, where you pick one item out of two or three or four uh, for each of the courses. And it okay, has... wait a minute. Wait just a goddamn minute. Yes. I read this. Good. Like... I'm so glad. No, I mean, I, re I read this like a couple hours ago. <laughs> uh-huh. I, I, like, one of the reviews was by me a couple of hours ago. Oh, yes, and there's one that's not... doing the Wikidot thing. Oh, yeah. I see it, too. There's one by at Harry Blank. Yeah. It's okay, you're but not But why crazy. do I only have, why do I only have three now? Three what? Are there you... were four the last time I read it, now there's only three. Are you looking at it on a different device than you were before? No. I see four. I see four as well. You don't, do you not see one from yourself? No, it's just missing. Hang this on. Version of, this version in? of you didn't go to Amber. Fucking we're in the multiverse now. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, it uses the wiki.pull user code thing to uh, put one of the reviews from you. Okay, I'm logging in to see if it actually puts it you up. You know there. what? I don't okay, think Okay, now the fourth one, one now the fourth one is there because I was logged in. Oh, uh, I you have to be logged into wiki.pull to do it. That's why I didn't see it. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I was like, did you guys like delete one of the things yes. that fuck with me? Like, <laughs> what an amazing, that would be, really that would be hilarious. <laughs> and then we get like in so much trouble. Why'd you do this to this article? Uh, Cause it was funny on the podcast. We put it back. <laughs> mental note next time oh we'll do God. it one of our own articles. Right, exactly. Um, She'll have forgotten by then. Anyway, uh, so. God, I was tripping for a second. <laughs> I thought you were losing your shit about it being like a. I thought you were losing your shit because it was a three course sampler, and I'm like, well, you, you know what that is, right? Like, it's not that weird. Discovering freaks to say, and she's like, what? You know, I also bet. I also bet that the food blog thing didn't catch on earlier because. I would bet that maybe that sort of thing wasn't that popular with that generation of um, of writers that were tackling it. Well, I was going to say it's so much less politely. I was going to say that what? Amber stuff in general has never been like written well like because none of these that nerds know anything about food. Well, that that could be yeah. true. Um, like, I don't know. Yeah. They describe the food pretty well. They do. Which tells me that, I mean, they could just be copying it, but this this i mean most of this sounds pretty tasty anyway um so it's just you've got three or two or three choices for the first course for the main course and then two for the dessert uh and, and really they're just strange um you know like for example for the first course we've got just like mom's duck onigiri flavorful rice surrounding succulent duck braised in spiced thaumaturgical wine. This dish will transport you back to your fondest me childhood memories and still help you back in time for the main course. Tied together with temporally anchored nori. <laughs> Just... <Poor> nori. <laughs> seaweed. Um, course, uh, or chipino, which is our signature dish. This favorful blend, uh, all com all completes a world tour in a classic Italian style, featuring Mediterranean gorgon, Cyprian eel, Trojan mussels, and giant calamari from the foot of. Mm, I, that's very Greek. I'm simple, not sure. simple, simple gades. Yeah, it's probably not that. Um, as is our policy, if you subdue this dish, it's on the house. <laughs> um, of course, like the, the number two it's dish funny. freaked me out. 
Because it's veal of oh, you. Oh, this is a good Gregory one. Veal you. Yeah, it's just a piece of you harvested 30 minutes ago. <laughs> God damn it. Consuming this dish is a net caloric zero. That is bad. That's, that's a good line. That's good. Uh, or coconuts on the mind, harvested from the dreams of long dead sea dragon. These rich and creamy eggs are conceptually identical to coconut gelatin. I think geely, but I think it's meant to be gelatin. Your mouth won't be able to tell the Gile, difference. It's, it's French. Geely? Yeah. Geely. Oh, I did not. Uh, French the... person's got to come in and say I did that wrong, and they're wrong. <laughs> No, uh, you. You're always wrong. You're the one. Win every argument on the internet. Um, and then yeah, just followed up by by uh, Yelp reviews, basically. Um, and the one that's uh, keyed to you to your uh, wiki dot account says, "Tried the Chipino challenge that some of the lads mentioned." Oh boy, let me tell you, those Trojan Trojan muscles are no joke. I'll have bruises for weeks. That is a poo joke. <laughs> It's just, God, a um, terrible, horrifying one at that. I, I thought it was funny that the person who ate the VLU was was giving themselves shit for having too high a BMI because it was too fatty. <laughs> God, it's fucked up. Um, but yeah, I mean, I can totally see why people like. I I like this. Um, I think people yeah, were like a, a little, a little ridiculous about saying it sucks, but. I think that um, I totally see what people thought about it. Like having just like how much legs could this have? Like after you have like one or two of these articles, like it kind of, you know. Oh, got it. I we get it. Need something else there. Yeah. I this is. I feel like this is a very good place to like introduce someone to the concept, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Because it it is just like very simple, and it's just it's kind quick, of fun little like dishes. I think the um, the reviews are a little bit lacking. I don't feel like they add a whole lot. Um, but the menu itself, I think, is just like I don't know. It's kind of fun. Yeah, I think that. Uh, it's a good place I, to start, I think. I I would have if if I were writing this. I think that this would be the way the article starts, and then you actually tell like a story. But um, yeah, I think mm-hmm, you're right. Yeah. It's certainly a better start than the the first article we talked about, and also a good, ex- a good example of a bad gradient. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, like if I was to pop you down for the first time and go, "Oh, let me tell you about Ambrose and give you Ambrose Vienna," I feel like most people would be like, "That was like heavy." What? The f- what the fuck was that? Like that was a lot. Like Jesus. Um, like or I remember absence when... of Jesus, perhaps. Right. In exactly. Exactly. Um, done. The uh, I remember this coming out though, and like people losing their minds. The one uh, that we just talked about, Ambrose uh, Vienna, during the Can Rancon uh, contest. I feel like you picked this one because it's San Francisco and you're from California. No, I don't like San Francisco. I'm from Southern California. We don't like it up there. Fucking Americans. <laughs> it's terrible. People shit on the street. I'm from West Palibastan. We don't like East Palibastan. It's like a totally different culture up there. <laughs> in in North California. Well, it's yeah, the like bay. A, it's actually the that. it's the bay area. It's not north. Okay, but... listen. <laughs> listen, we're a very long state, uh, and there's very very we're different. A very long state. I'm not I'm not gonna stand for uh, slander against homeless folks though. No, it's, it's not, not just. Their fault. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, it's not. <laughs> it's not just homeless folks. There's a really, really uh, 
Uh, I'm not really even sure what the rules, the, the right law to discuss, but like basically, as long as someone isn't hurting anyone else and they're high, uh, they can be like naked and doing whatever, and the cops will mostly leave. The cops suck, but the city laws are good about that. Um, so I'm not bashing <laughs> the homeless, but it, it does suck how often I have almost stepped in, in what I. We started off talking how liberal we are, and you ended up bashing the homeless. Jesus. I also bashed the cops in like the same breath, so. They deserve a little bit of extra bashing. We could just do a whole podcast on fuck the police. Yeah, hey, yeah amen. <laughs> I mean, that's, um, that's just, have you done Gamers Against Weed yet? Because that's just. We did. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. essentially was that. Yeah, we had. Yeah, we did. We had Kimchan to do uh, Gamers Against Weed. Who else do you talk about? That's fine. Right, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so we can we can we can move on. Um, so I mean, we don't have to continue to bash on San Francisco. It's just a bunch of rich, everybody, rich assholes. Pretty, pretty much everybody I've ever hated is homed. Homed? Yeah, people who live in homes. Yeah, I don't hate the homeless in San Francisco. <laughs> I can't believe that you hate all homeless people, <laughs> Good God. <laughs> Vehemently, you're just saying such terrible things. I, I can't hate, believe you. I hate how tempted I am to just start describing all the volunteering I've done with them. <laughs> the volunteer, that's what he calls it when he puts those spikes on the benches. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Uh, anyway, all right. Yeah, I love uh, hospital architecture. <laughs> it's really efficient and it works really well. American uh, society's not broken. Anyway, no, it it really is broken. But anyway, um, anyway, all right. Let's move on. We can talk about uh, horrible societies through the through the lens of of, of literature food. and food. Uh, I'm eating, so, I'm eating candy right now. Good. Eat into the microphone. That's great. So, good timing on your part because this is one you picked. <laughs> SCP-190, fresh from the deep. I for bad timer. I know. Oh, it's by Nick the Brick. It is. Yes, and I, I picked this one without remembering where it goes, and it turns out that, it, of course, it's a trigger for Grigori, because... It's very cannibalistic by the end, yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. We just spoiled it, so we'll spoil the whole thing. Yeah, it's, it's like... Fuck it up. Like merman cat yeah, poison. Yeah, so it's uh, a collection of sushi of varying types uh, and styles. Doesn't seem to be like anything anomalous, but okay, it not only improves your mood, improves hair growth, weight loss, enhanced sexual function, moderate growth and enhancement in the mammary gland. Jesus. <laughs> in biological females only. That seems very, uh, that's very like gatekeeping. What if I wanted bigger mammary glands? <laughs> um, curing Tourette's and other speech-related <laughs> disorders. This seems good. Uh, curing, but especially curing throat-based cancers and diseases. So all throat-based diseases. Um, so obviously it's anomalous um, and mm. it's being served uh, at different... I don't think it's just served at Ambrose, right? No. It's served at these different restaurants. Yeah, it's branching out. Yeah. Right. And then it turns out that it's supplied by, by Ambrose. Um... Yeah. It's a good character piece because there's a lot of good character building in there with these different emails. It's a completely wacky thing, and it gets wackier as it goes until mm -hmm. the finale is wacky. Because the thing about Nick the Rick is his concepts are always insane, like completely insane. They're always totally off the damn wall. Yeah. 
Are we, are we, are we not spoiling this? Are we assuming that the listeners have not read it? I think uh, I spoiled it a minute ago. Uh, yeah, I spoiled it. It's my fault, so it's fine. Um, it does. I'm, I'm just. I'm trying to gauge like how much we can say without like ruining it for people, or if we can like speak openly, or if we're kind of. Kind of I think you just speak openly. I think I spoiled it out loud, right? Well, we we watch. said it gets cannibalistic. We didn't say the joke that's involved with cannibalistic, which is pretty good. Well, Harry did though. Did you? I think I did. Oh. All right. Said 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 merman cannibalism. Oh right, yeah. Okay, yeah, you did. Um, yeah. So eventually they find out that the sushi is made of like dolphin and manatee, which that's more upsetting to me than people. I don't know, like people suck. I don't want to eat people, but um, and a little bit of monkey, which is terrible. And then they like go on this raid uh, uh, of the supply. It's like the supply warehouse, right? Or wherever they're, they're that's like the, a processing plant. The way that the the fact that sushi is made a processing plant, like that's not how it works. Um, but whatever. Uh, and then it turns out that it's like just absolutely soy like green. It's people, uh, brains, people. and all sorts of shit because Mermaid. they were gonna do a promotion for the Little Mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a pretty good bit. Yeah. Um. I like how they kind of get around. I think he does name drop Disney. I'm not, maybe he doesn't. He does, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. But there's a. But he it felt like he wasn't going to come out and say The Little Mermaid. It was like. Uh, yeah. Which is pretty good. Like, it's just. There's a trident on the floor. <laughs> it's like, oh no. <laughs> Ariel, no. Yeah, this is what I was probably meant to crit and, and completely failed to. So this is my way of making up to him. Yeah. That's horrible, Harry. I am a terrible, terrible friend. <laughs> I've written a lot of articles that think he's, uh, he always brings a concept that under no circumstances would have crossed my mind at any point in my yeah, life. Yeah, the concept's fantastic. Yeah, his his ideas are always like, what, if you shorten it down to the sentence, uh, elevator pitch, it's just like, what? No. From the man who brought you sentient police truck, pizza computer, and <laughs> scarecrow sniper, right. try merman sushi. Exactly. Um, okay, I have I have a um, uh, dividing point, so you could edit this out if you needed to. Are is are we avoiding being like avoiding like criticism and mainly going over like the the. The virtues. Mostly, mostly. Um, But uh, you can always, you can say critique if you want, as long as it's not like, just, this is stupid. This is dumb and I hate it. (laughs) Dumb, stupid article. (laughs) Okay, got it. And continue with the editing. Yes. You should leave that part in. Yeah, probably. Anyway, <laughs> it, it didn't go bad. <laughs> if it went bad, then sure. Um, I just like don't want to like rip into anything and no. look like a total asshole because that's like not the spirit of. The yeah, show. sorry. Yeah, no that that isn't really the spirit of the show. No, we're, we're, uh, yeah, okay. you know the idea is to kind of like showcase stuff. It doesn't always have to be like the greatest. Like you know, we were totally open about the fact that like, eh, you know, some of these don't work that great, but like the ideas are good. Um, yeah, just like not but, being too hard on things. Exactly. Are we still like, in the edited ink portion of, of our speech here? So uh, that's up to you guys, I guess. For the I listener, was, for the listener, none of this is being edited out. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I'm, 
I'm I'm not extending the bit anymore. Okay, I'm, good. I'm going into being nice. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm transitioning into into a Angel the rain. niceness mode. Um, I I feel like I'm very slow on the uptake of like catching twists. I feel like I always <laughs> I I never like get it early. Me too. And there was like the distinct moment when I was like when when all of the like effects of the sushi made sense all at once, and I was like, yeah. God damn. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I felt like the the reveal was very well paced. Uh, no, it was. Uh, it, it very much was. Um, I'm, I feel like I'm the same. Uh, I feel like I'm going through articles pretty regularly, and it's probably just because I'm like very quickly reading them on my phone or something. Uh, and then we'll get to like somewhere. You know, usually the reveal is at the end. Uh, not always, but uh, and and just kind of go, oh, fucked up. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, so Nick the Brick right, wrote, writes weird shit. Yes, it does. Which is good, because there's SCP. I think I did a Nick Nick the Brick one on my YouTube channel. You what did. Do you remember? You did. It's the Cupid one, isn't it? Oh, the, the fucking one? Cupid one. Mm -hmm. God, the Cupid That's... one. It's... Yeah. Like, I really liked that one. Insane. Oh, that was a really good one. Uh, so if people That's don't know, I kept, I kept yelling at, at at the rubber for making really it good. hot instead of like a weird like yeah. middle aged office worker. <laughs> um, you get it. So for if if anybody like doesn't Santa Claus, but but Cupid basically. But if anybody doesn't know that Radiker does a series on her YouTube channel that is like pointing out when people have done bad adaptations of SCPs, <laughs> and typically it's like the rubber, but there are a few other ones. Um, where they just make these insane choices, um, which I'm sure everybody in the community is fairly familiar with how bad they are. But it's with the YouTube thumbnails. But with yeah, the YouTube fun, the the, the YouTube fun thumbnails one that you made is so fucking funny. I showed that to my girlfriend, and <laughs> I showed that to my girlfriend, and she was like dying laughing. Um, I love that that. But in general, it's like we all know that like things like the rubber or SCP explained or whatever. Um, do kind of a bad job at like adapting or even getting at the point of what the stories are. Um, but when you just start like taking them apart, it's so, and, and you do it in a very funny way. Like you do everything. So that's not surprising, but like it really starts adding up. Like why the fuck are they even choosing these articles? <laughs> why? Like why? If you had to change everything about it, like I like how the part where you, you, you rank them on whether or not they got rid of women. <laughs> Because it happens a lot. Right. I mean, the, the rubber primarily just like writes out all of the female characters every time. It's, you know, why wouldn't you do that? Sure. Yeah, like, yeah. Great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like. And then, no, and then people in my comment section get mad at me for pointing it out. Why? This is this would be why I don't have any rubber videos because they just have to write out all the characters. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Me too. The me first too. one that I did was on one of my articles where they wrote out half of the characters because they were. <laughs> oh, was it the man just, bear? Like, added different. Yeah, it was the man bear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I love that article. And they just like deleted like integral parts of the plot, like because it was a woman character. I feel like it's especially poor that they do it to like articles that have punchlines because especially in that article it's like all this build up to the point of realizing why uh this is happening and why this agent is doing this and if they try to just make it into a murder monster it's like well it's, you've completely missed the point it has nothing to do with why yeah, we but wrote if it's this an actual murder monster it's not funny right, right. hey there fans of simply creative people 
We're still mostly unsponsored, so any financial help you can give us through Harry's or my Ko-Fi helps keep the show running. If you can't support us financially, just try to spread the word about the show. We've grown in the last year of production, but I think there's still a wide audience of SCP fans out there who would get a lot from our podcast. Finally, in every episode, we leave a link in the description to my author page and to Harry's, along with our guests. Consider clicking through and checking out our work. We've both been so pleased to see the growth of the show and hope you'll consider reading some of our stories on the wiki. Thanks so much for all the support during this first startup year of the show. Here's to five more years of episodes. Anyway. anyway, there is good writing, though. Yeah, and one of those is Ambrose Backdoor Soho, which is, Radiker, you picked this one, and that's by Uranium Empire, who is remarkably, remarkably talented. Um, yeah, so uh, this one is uh, one of those old-fashioned ones. It's not green on, what color do we want to call this green? I, I love Uranium Empire, one of my favorite authors. This one is like a case study in Bad Gradient. <laughs> oh, I feel like the font the font is way more of a crime than the gradient in my opinion yeah and the color That's, combination is pretty yeah, yeah the, like a CC version of uh, Comic Sans yeah yeah um and then there's more gradient in the reviews <laughs> there's more gradient and then it keeps changing it's like an evolving right gradient. right uh this one so this we one's one of the we can do that with computers now yeah we sure can <laughs> Um, what do you call it? Sure. This one is one of those GOI formats like we talked about before. Uh, it's it's uh, a menu uh, with different ridiculous things and then followed up by um, reviews. But in this one, the reviews are actually kind of telling a story. Um, and the story... And really fucking funny. They're very funny. The story, <laughs> the story that they're telling is how this opening night sort of art event that Ambrose put on just went horribly fucking wrong. But not in the typical SCP violent sort of way. It's just like... There's just ghosts. There's just so many... There's ghosts, ghosts on ghosts on ghosts. There's First, there's just one ghost, and guys like, hey, there's a ghost, and then there's a lot of ghosts, and then there's entirely too many ghosts to be reckoned with. And the best yeah, part, because, and that's, that's the because, of, yeah, this but, really does make an effort to to tie into the location in a way a lot of people don't do, because this is in Backdoor Soho, and this is a commentary on Soho, famously one of the most gentrified locations right. on Earth, and this um, is about gentrification because this is a uh, gamers against weed little misters. It's a stealthy. Well, they, I feel like they are, I would say about half the time you get a like, late reveal that it's a game versus against weed, Little Mister. And, and, and that's the thing, is sometimes that doesn't work very well, and it works so well here. Oh, it does. It's just it exactly... The, the appearance of the note at the end that makes you go, always oh, one of these. Like it, Most of the time that does work, but not every time. It really works here. Yeah, it was yeah. good. Especially the naming convention was like, oh, God, yeah, okay. Um I, the thing I really, really liked was how exasperated the responses from Ambrose get in the responses <laughs> yeah. to the menu. It's just so funny. It's like we've been hacked. <laughs> I just like, like, uh, 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 we didn't schedule a fiddler. What do you mean? I think you were talking about the cellist. Or uh, I feel like uh, this isn't what really happened. We're, we'll, we'll investigate it, but uh, we may need a reimbursement. And then just followed up with, we, experience, we are experiencing unexpected difficulties. <laughs> Thank you for your patience. <laughs> it's not a fucking phone line. <laughs> um, uh, it's really, I, I really funny. I feel like that's... This page has some of the best 
like succinct world building for like the the world like beyond the veil because there's yeah. so many just little things even in the menu that give you so much information in just like a sentence about just like something that exists in this world yeah so this is and the one with the clown milk uh yeah it yeah, never feels horrible. like you're, you're missing something it never feels like oh like i don't understand what that's referring to right it's just like a little snippet of something that's like the like the thing about um where's the footnote the shoga uh yeah, yeah like the footnote about the shoga that's like that's just like a little piece of info about how this world works yeah and it's so just good. so yeah one of the the, the dishes is manhattan shogoth chowder the squirming fascinating meat of a shogoth in rich tomato broth comes with seasoned crackers watch your meal stuff itself before your very eyes <laughs> the footnote is disclaimer as this shogoth uh as the shogoth our meat is sourced from remains alive this meal is in violation of the seventh noahide law the what <laughs> Like and it's just so good. Oh yeah, um, I love that. I especially like it because that was a detail we didn't even need, but it just adds so much. Like it already was yeah. pretty like chuckly. You know, it's a it's a funny line. And then oh, by the way, we just cut this off of a, a living shogoth. And also, yeah, that's totally illegal by this made up law. It's, it's so good. Yeah, um, I also love the uh, <clears throat> the employment of like the House of Leaves thing with the word cheese. Where it's like in a different font. Oh yeah, that's because we gotta have more house of leaves. You can't have enough of that, right? <laughs> everybody, everybody, everybody gets one. Everybody gets one, uh, everybody gets one house reference. of leaves article. It's like everybody like... gets a, a one. Well, you gotta have a house of leaves thing. <clears throat> Not me. Um, There's also the uh, only ironworks pig reference as well. We talked about only ironworks. Oh, was there in earlier episodes? Yeah, we did. Uh, yeah, roasted we're... pork belly braised in a blood orange sauce and garnished with pickled red onions served on Christine. Locally sourced from the stress-free demon swine that eternally torment the executives <laughs> of Only Ironworks at their corporate headquarters. That's amazing. Only corporate Christine. Oh my god, I love how Aldi just keeps showing up, but it's not like a GOI or anything. Uh, no. Uranium Empire is just like, let me just keep using the same... Hey, remember that time where it was the factory workers and the, there's pigs and there's pigs on pigs on pigs? Um, I really like that uh, Uranium Empire decided to throw in uh, a really h horrible person's review and, and just signed their own name to it. <laughs> Great, cool. Yeah, Closed my reservation because of an ongoing ghost problem. It's not like I booked it three weeks in <laughs> advance or anything. Fuck it, SJW cucks. Too busy coddling a bunch of millennial crybabies who can't stand a little ectoplasm. Olive Garden would never do this to me. <laughs> So, just the yeah. Olive Garden yeah. reference uh, is really good. And I really like it because it, like, flows into this next article. <laughs> um, yeah, this one is, like, a much, even though it is really, the, the, the font is really offensive. Um, but it's so funny. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's very good. Um, anyway, so the next one we picked which was by me, which was SCP-3464, <laughs> the title of which is fucking... <laughs> the title Cat's of which... That's a joke. Yeah. Olive Garden regularly communes with demonic entities to summon their satanic sepertenal garlic bread. <laughs> and who's it by? Because you accidentally made that sound like you wrote this. 
Oh, how did I make it sound like I wrote this? Because you said this next one, which is by me, and then you never said it was by Lieutenant. Oh, Williams. I meant to. I'm sorry. I said I, I meant to say picked by me. Picked by me. Um, no, it's by Lieutenant. I love Flop. This next um, one, which I'm stealing. Which I yeah, I'm just taking it. Um, Flops, who this was one of her earlier articles, according to the author note. This is like her fifth article. Um, All the way back in series four. And I know that Flops went back and like edited. Uh, and changed it somewhat based on reviews. But uh, I fucking love this article because it starts off just the most basic series one. It's anomalous garlic bread. Just keeps expanding into more garlic bread. That's it. That's the whole I thing. And really then, big garlic bread. <clears throat> really big uh, garlic it's, bread, yeah. It's something else going on entirely. <laughs> and then it becomes this fucking insane... Um, <laughs> Log like an incident log where like there's foundation employees and there's like some uh weird like uh like thaumaturges coming in trying to sabotage shit and then it turns into like summoning of demons and it just the whole thing ends up being neutralized yeah it's just like there's a walking demon made out of bread in the streets uh, busting out of the Olive Garden uh it's just so fucking great um the, uh, I'm just going to read this section because I think it's fucking hilarious. In a world where we could have our cake and eat it too, we savored every bite. Now the stakes have risen and we eat our final meal alone. Every day we face hunger, paranoia, shortage, and the most horrifying struggle of all, sharing. <laughs> with, our final, with our final feast fast approaching, we look to you as the last line of defense. Take the bite or suffer the consequences. <laughs> So good. The fact that it's like a vocalization, like it talks when yeah. it comes to giant garlic bread. Oh, <laughs> that's so good. Um, and then it turns out that oh well, I guess the the, the chef who uh, designed it used to work for or does work for Ambrose, and because he's becoming this uh, world famous, I assume it's Ignis, um, world famous demonologist uh, cuisine guy. Uh, um, <laughs> Specializing in demonic cuisine uh, is becoming so famous that he is being like repeatedly targeted by people trying to sabotage shit, and that's what happened here. Um, there's a line here that is just amazing. K2 summons a die book, uh, an incorporeal type 2 Tartarian entity, um, that's just in the middle of this article about garlic bread. <laughs> yeah. I just want to say the <laughs> the comments are the most stick in the mud fucking 2018 whining I've ever oh, seen. Um, like people just being like, oh, I mean, someone actually said, and I'm not cause someone actually said, I love that this started with SCP-3464 was a quantity of garlic bread. That's awesome. But by the time I get down to K2 summons a die book, an incorporal type three Tartarian entity, you lose me. And I'm like, motherfucker, that's where I was on board. I'm hooked. Like, give me the ridiculous flops shit where, like, moo, like, come moo on, milk and funny. shit. <laughs> it's funny. Everybody a, was on some shit in 2018. Man. I just uh, think I just think that, like, some people really don't like absurdist comedy, and that is exactly my shit. I, it's what I want. Yeah, I want no, shit, I that shit to be like, Same. I'm sorry, did this start off about a garlic bread that just turns into more garlic bread, but somehow we ended up with demons by the end? Brilliant. A work of art. <laughs> there were yeah, just too that. many over-serious scolds going around setting the tone in 2018. I know. Um, 
but yeah, I feel like this really, really does set, you know, uh, the the flops that eventually was making uh, Moo Milk with Lord Stonefish and other shit yep. like that uh, was 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 on evidence very early on, uh, and Absolutely. I love everything she does. Period. Can't keep a good bird down. God, what's that? Oh God, her team, team bird stuff's great. Uh, what's that one where it's like all about Michael and it's like different color coded? Have you have you read that one? Oh my God, yeah. It's incredible because at first I was like, I don't even know what's going on until I got it. And then it was like, oh, shit. Like, it's just very, like, I don't know, elevated. Uh, yeah, I remember that oh, one. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit, Michael. That's my favorite. <laughs> I, I don't remember what the name of it is, but it's about an individual <laughs> named Mark Michael. And every time he speaks, <laughs> it's like Michael. It's just somebody's name. Yeah, isn't like the it's the instead of the SCP number, it's just like a guy's name. Uh, no. Or is that no. a different one? That's Allison that Eckhart. Eckhart. Yeah. That's Allison huh? Eckhart. That's Allison Eckhart, isn't it? Mm -hmm. No. What? Well, yes, it is. But... Sorry, I'm finding it hard to find uh, my, my Michael. No, it's not the one that I'm thinking of. Oh. Okay. I bet I could find it. Okay. <laughs> uh, I couldn't, because I don't know what either of you're talking about. Well, it's all right. Everyone go read everything that Flops has put on the site. Everyone go read everything. Genius. <laughs> everything by the three of us and Lieutenant Flops. Yeah. <clears throat> all of, you, should, oh, you should stop reading SCPs except for mine because mine are the best ones. You have a whole video about it. Yeah. <laughs> no more no more SCPs except for me. That's, hey, I, I just want to know favorite video on YouTube. why I'm don't... Not, it's so funny. The editing and the comedic timing are just... Oh, it's real good. Good lord. Um, I would like to know why we don't have any more videos with you just sitting on the top of a, a, a dryer uh, washing, washing machine, machine combo. <laughs> I would like more of that, please. Because I have to, if, if I'm doing ones that are like in person, I have to have a different place every time. Oh. <laughs> I'm I really working on one of those, but it's been very slow going because I got a lot of things going on. Nice. Um, I really like that one where you had a bunch of us on and uh, you were nice enough to have me on as well. Um, but where you just get steadily drunker, um, and it just, you, I can hear the fucking pain as you go, I, I don't, why did I pour it this big? I can't do it anymore. <laughs> no, you want to know, like, why I was getting drunk for that video? Sure. Because that video was completely finished editing. Oh, yeah. And it had Jackrabbit in it. And then all of the stuff came out oh. a week before I was going to publish it. So I had to reshoot all of the whiteboard segments. That sucks. No wonder you got drunk. Um, like, <laughs> I think how much of like passive aggressive remarks about it in the video. Well, fuck her. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it turned out really funny, though. So. It sure did. Because <laughs> that was a big ass mason jar full of I don't know what was that like fireball? What it was fire. It was, it You're... was like five shots of fireball. Why would you and do I that? And I drank it in like fifty minutes because it was the only thing we had in the house. Oh no, oh, that's good. But that makes it funnier. So yeah, it was funny. It was uh, fucking gross. I don't know why anyone drinks fireball. That no, no, it's vile. Yeah, I have tried to use that line that I used. Uh, in your thing about the French region of cocaine, uh, like eight thousand more times. <laughs> I just keep trying to bring it up in other things because I'm just You're so happy. Really good, man. <laughs> and made me laugh so hard uh, that you, I'm sure, had to cut out like half part because <laughs> even you started laughing. Um. Anyway, all right. Uh. So, Harry, you picked. Do you like Huey Lewis and the news? Are you about to put like I an axe? Sure did. Are you gonna put like an axe in my head right now? 
Uh, oh yeah, because it's the line from American Pistol. That's how you say that word. <laughs> this is by Rounderhouse. Obviously, and... it's spelled, it's pronounced Psycho. I know. Psycho, yes, Psycho. American Sideshow. Yes, this is by Rounderhouse, and this is from the second attempt to uh, renew Ambrose. There was this thing floating around in insert year here where there were going to be like Ambrose Con, and everybody was going to do some Ambrose stuff to reimagine Ambrose, and of course that didn't actually happen. We got like two articles out of it, which is I think this one and the the, the last one, maybe the very next one, the last one, yeah, Ambrose, yeah. Ambrose Transylvania. Oh no, we also um, got the last one, which was the soup one, Mama's Ambrose. Oh, Rag- Ragnos, which was just so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so good, yeah. Um, but actually, I guess this was co authored by Starbeth. So, don't want to miss that. Oh, did I? Uh, okay. I was, I was reading off the outline. I didn't notice. No, I just noticed that it was tagged co authored, and I just wanted to make sure we gave credit. Keep going. Absolutely. Gotta give credit to Stormbreath. Yeah, because I know Stormbreath was working on this with Rounderhouse. There was a whole server for it, and everybody was getting together, and it, and, uh, it uh, went uh, nowhere. Uh, but we got this. So this was a bit of an idea to do what you were suggesting, uh, to give a little bit of a background to Chaz. So it's a series of missives from Chaz Ambrose to the Ambrose family that grow increasingly... Um, unhinged. Unhinged yep. in, a, in an interesting way. And I think what he, I, I remember being around, I think I created this one. I remember being around when he was writing this and coming up with it. And he said something to the effect of, uh, he was basing it on the guy who founded uh, Costco. I can't remember his fucking name. I love that guy. Uh, you love that guy. I'm not familiar. Is that the guy who says, who said like something, yep. something angry about the hot dog to the shareholders? Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. something something to the effect of his chief operating officer or whatever said, we need to cut the price of these hot dogs because they got like the $1 hot dogs or whatever at Costco. And he said something to the effect of, I'll shoot you in the face if you cut the price of our hot dogs. Make it work. Based. <laughs> and that's in basically in here, transposed into here as something Ambrose says to Marius, his operating guy. Um, so he, he based it on that, that, the idea of this just this completely insane chain store operator getting just mad cocaine vibes in every direction (laughs) my brother actually works for costco and says it's like the best like company to work for wow because they like put a shit ton of effort into like their workers that's good that's really interesting to hear because i find that the the customers at costco are infuriating and i always hated going in there (laughs) oh yeah you don't have to tell me i live in mormon country Oh, they, gets what, wild do, they, here. do they especially what? like Costco? Yeah. What's a Mormon oh, yeah. Costco I mean, like? Well, the thing is, oh, um, all of them have 70 million kids. I get it. Oh, sure. I get it. So, so they all come to Costco and they're buying everything in bulk. And sometimes we get the, um, oh my God, what are they called? Is it the Mennonites? Those the, are the not Mormons. The, Mennonites no, the, they're... They're a different like religious group. Yes. But they yeah. live in they live like farther out because some of them do like Yeah, they're basically yeah. like they're like the Amish. Yeah. They are um, like the Amish. Get a lot of those too. <laughs> do, what, but cost Costco with Mormons and, and Mennonites, that's fascinating. I can't imagine it's any worse than Costco around the corner that's just filled with people all the time. It's it's a nightmare. It's always a nightmare. See, just imagine that, but like a f- like two thirds of it is children. It always is two thirds. I, I feel like people bring their kids to grocery shop all the time, and I don't understand 
Well, especially yeah, Costco. Do they have, do you have, but do they have 14 of them? <laughs> yeah, I guess that makes a difference, yeah. Do they have those free samples at Costco in the States? I only know how it works in Canada. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they so, do now. Yeah, they brought them back. Always have to they didn't have them for a while. COVID. Like, I always loved that as a kid, but it makes the traffic go so incredibly slowly through the place. It makes it an absolute hell on earth. Absolutely. Yeah. The idea of going into a grocery store where there are more than one uh, sample station uh, makes me sick. But you were just going to say the idea of going into a grocery store where there's more than one other person, and I was prepared to agree. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> I mean, the only problem with going late or early or whatever is that, like, sometimes not everything is put out because fucking the economy is a disaster. Capitalism, everybody! Hooray! It's very relevant to Ambrose, actually. It all works <sighs> I know. This is the only tangent that's been that's made sense. Um, but yeah, so he is... Uh, I like that there's the note pretty early on. I think it's in the second one. Because these are like monthly um, kind of uh, State of the Union yeah, addresses to the employees, not to yeah, not to the public. Um, and this references that some of you may be aware we reached a settlement with Wilson's Wildlife and links to the case, mm. links to the oh one about God, the cute yeah, pig, <laughs> where <laughs> at the end and we covered it at Wilson's, I think um, we did. Um, and at the end, there's a I hate there's that a article. yeah because there's this <laughs> yeah, cute, cute adorable oh. pig, and at the end it gets adopted, and that adoptation is fucking Ambrose. They put it on a spit, and they cooked it. They barbecue roast the, the cute pig. Oh, it's terrible. Um, uh. I really like. Uh, there's a line later on where like I guess someone's like accusing him of being like racist or something. Uh, I will never decide to hire someone based on their race, gender, sex, or anything else because Ambrose is an has been an industry leader for a decade and we've picked up a few things along the way chief among them is this your skin color does not matter we all taste the same inside <laughs> terrible yeah. um, i like how they've all got food facts at the top of them and yeah going off the rails by the third one where the third one just says food fact unicorn <laughs> um Period. yeah those are really good you food fact your skin color is yeah, the- what defines you that's a food fact <laughs> Jesus. Uh, food fact, in addition to the four mundane types of chocolate, there are two anomalous kinds, emerald and sapphire. <laughs> See, my favorite is the one that says, food fact, cannibalism has a long and storied history in many global cultures, and the body's just empty. That's it. That's the whole fucking newsletter. Just, by the way, cannibalism is like a tradition. Uh, food fact, death by forced overeating was a common punishment in the ancient Davide Empire. Why is ancient food capitalized fact. as opposed to the modern one? Um, There's a call forward to Ambrose Transylvania as well. Human blood that's right. is a substitute for eggs when cooking. You know what I really yeah. hate? I hate that that's true. It's upsetting. That's, that's, oh, yeah. yeah. Blood in general does not do You've tried it? Nope. God, no. Jesus. I've always been curious about how people like prepare that. Because I know that's like a cuisine in some places. Not human blood, just like, you know, animal Yeah. Um, that's it's especially... Especially the case where people have struggled to get enough protein in their diet. Um, like, that's why there's blood sausage in, like, Ireland and, uh, and other places, oh. honestly. Um, I remember my my best friend, uh, still, uh, is Vietnamese, and his mom uh, was like, teach me all sorts of ways to cook, uh, because I didn't live anywhere nearby there. And they, she used to cook for me all the time. Uh, and she was telling me some of the stuff that she ate when she lived in Vietnam. And she starts explaining how they used to take the blood of the pig and, like, cook it down to make a jello. And I mm. was so, you know, I was, like, an uh, inexperienced, you know, 
Jewish slash German kid who grew up with fairly middle, you know, middling taste in food. So everything she introduced me to, I thought was brilliant. So I asked in like this very excited way, I'm like, did it taste good? And she was like, no, it tasted like blood. <laughs> of course, it, it's Jello made out of blood. No, it's not good. Uh, but you know, on days where they couldn't get, you know, enough meat, then that's a good way to get protein. It's like okay, yeah, fair enough. All right, Jesus. Anyway, doesn't like doesn't human blood specifically like doesn't that really mess you up though? I'm sure it does. So you you, you I've are had human blood my whole life, and I am so fucking messed up. If you digest, <laughs> if you digest human flesh you are very susceptible to certain um communicable communicable diseases and i forget which one um you can get you can get cure from eating brains i think it is yeah but then yeah. there's there's other Who's stuff packed? too um because we shouldn't be eating stuff that has like the same immune system as us <laughs> like don't stupid. eat people don't eat fucking people anyway um is it is it really that hard there are commercial apparently there's so many thousand things you could be eating jeez jeez yeah why hasn't somebody made an ambrose article where one of the menu items is pussy that's what i want to know <laughs> exactly well, be the change you want to see in the world <laughs> oh my god there's a fucking spider living on the back of my computer monitor Ram uh, ambrose berkeley is that why there are webs on here that i've been seeing yeah, that those those things go together usually. Are you tripping? I'm I'm not. There's a little baby spider, and it's made of tiny little web on the back of my commu computer monitor. Why are you looking at the back? You just you're tripping. That's I how moved it because I saw. The a, a that's how that's how bored Rad is with this podcast. She's like, I'm gonna look at the back She's of my so monitor. <laughs> Can't even look at the front now. That's where the boring people are. Um. Anyway, he's small enough. I'm not worried about it. No denials. I'm not squeamish about spiders being in my room. Yeah, they're, honestly. And because they're always in the room. I'm not yeah. at all bothered by spiders being in your room. <laughs> anyway, all right. Uh, until, let's... I, until I break in and I put them all in yours. That would that would suck. I feel like that's I the second honest, time. I'm, that's the I'm second time in this podcast that you've threatened to break into Harry's house. <laughs> I have one joke. <laughs> That's a lie. That's a lie. Um, all right. Uh, so let's talk about Ambrose NYC, a one-of-a-kind dining. Yeah. Okay, I have a story for this right. about why okay. I picked this one. Okay. So I I read this uh, Same. thinking that I was a smart, smart genius um, and being like, oh, the bit is that it's like emulating the feeling of being in New York City. Like, all the, the service workers are stressed out, uh -huh. and there's just, like, a pit somewhere, and, like, everything is, like, cluttered and horrible, and, like, a, you know, weird, and, like, it was, like, supposed to be, like, a weird microcosm of New York City, and then I got to the end, and it was, like, oh, I think I was wrong. <laughs> I don't, I don't actually think that's what it was about. It isn't? Is it? I think so. I mean, like, was it? It, I it, honestly was thinking about messaging uh, Stormbreath and asking what it's about. I did think the same thing. So okay, if it's I, not, if it's not that, then validated. yeah, yeah, no. The ending made me made me feel like maybe it was connecting to a different thing. Yeah, at the end, it sounds like he's gonna like the whole world is about to go terrible from the sound of the Ambrose note. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I thought that maybe it was going to connect into like a different story, and it was just setting up a bunch of things that I didn't understand. 
But if it turns out that I was actually just right. I mean, both could be true. Oh, I think this yeah, was during the Ambrose Con thing as well. So maybe that's why. Was, ah. like maybe that, maybe it was going to go somewhere. And then See, listeners, did. I am smart. You are smart. That's true. I have a big, huge, wrinkly brain. That's yeah, the, I remember hearing specifically from that uh, Stop Writing SCPs video that you said that you are stupid. I can be both. I contain multitudes. <laughs> nice. And multiple brains. Depends on the yeah. day. You can trade it in. You shouldn't be eating I've got brains. one in my head, and I've got one in the soles of one of my feet. You gotta guess which. In the soles? There's mul- Do you have multiple soles in one of your feet? Do you have multiple feet? <laughs> what? Who knows? Who's to say? I've seen you walk on video. <laughs> Yeah, but they can do all Maybe kinds I, of crazy stuff. Yeah, they can do all kinds of crazy <laughs> stuff. I mean, have you ever seen me with my shoes off? No. No, but no, that's true. I really wouldn't recommend you do that. Wouldn't, <laughs> Not for free. Go... <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. You skipped right over where I was and went right to the end. Jump for the juggle. Well, in the world of OnlyFans, anyone talking about feet can only possibly be discussing one thing. I am a woman on the internet. That's true. I'm very familiar. I'm impressed you've managed to survive so long. You've done a great job. It's because I keep eating all of my competitors. That's the secret. Food, food fact. Eat your competitors. Food fact. The best way to win in a contest is to eat the other person. <laughs> um, let's Anyways, see. NYC. Yeah, NYC. <laughs> I, I thought this was a pretty funny article to follow up after reading Rounder's article, because sort of the end of Rounder's article, Rounder's and Stormbreath, excuse me, um, is about how, Mm -hmm. like, there's, like, a significant problem with, like, the the service, and uh, all these different issues are coming up, and and Ambrose is going to be doing surprise restaurant inspections. See you soon! And this one is... The service is terrible. Like it's just it, the service is terrible. The food wasn't what it was ordered to be. The decor is just awful. Oh yeah, God! I like that the decor is so just awful, and the picture used I think is just of a Ruby's. Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. think that's just a restaurant that someone actually has. Yep. Um. But I really like. Uh, the part where they're ordering the food and the author orders a nacho platter and a burger thinking it'll be a safe choice and they get a wine bottle filled with smoke and a plate of black jello described as <laughs> described described as bottle sacrifice and void gelatin both perfectly edible and safe when I asked if I could get what I actually ordered I was told no <laughs> No. <laughs> when I reminded my server that I was a food reviewer for working with for Walden Studios. Oh, by the way, this is also another one of the Walden Studios ones. They simply shrugged and said that my review of Ambrose NYC would have no relevance when the sun goes out in five billion years, so it was therefore of no cosmic consequence. It's the most accurate <laughs> depiction of a food service worker I've ever read. <laughs> just, just, just take a fucking leap, buddy. I don't give a shit. Uh, yeah, eventually. Who cares? so good um, <laughs> I like that all. I mean it's just chaos and a disaster I like how uh, the, the, the blogger is uh, making sure to point out that you know the waiters were doing as best they could because there's like a serious problem with how no one can walk in a straight line there they have to like go yeah. down this very specific route although it's never really 
what was the point of that? Was it that people are vanishing? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, here it is. People vanish if they don't go in the right way around this the the, the floor of the restaurant, then they just like vanish. Um, and even the the food which they did not order was delicious. But ultimately, the point is like, what the fuck? Uh, why can't we just get what we order? Why can't we just have a normal meal? Yeah. <laughs> Although I asked if there are any desserts available, I elected not to have any. The options I were given were vampire pumpkin pie. Actual lava chocolate lava cake and apple cobbler of discord. <laughs> I like the idea of actual lava chocolate lava cake. That's just so on the nose and hilarious. There was like a what little a little wrong? dive bar and pub in my hometown that I would always go to in high school. And they had this like terrible like Frankenstein food novelty menu thing that was like four things at the very bottom and it had like chicken fried bacon oh. uh, and a couple of other things but the one that my friend got once was a burger where the buns were grilled cheese sandwiches um, <laughs> that sounds that and... sounds terrible but also real good real good oh he got so sick I'm sure that's a lot it's like of the greasiest, like yeah. pub food. That sounds like a shit ton of butter and a shit ton of dairy, plus just a- insane amount of calories and grease. So Jesus Christ! Sometimes you can get sick just from eating. Yeah, well, it did. It probably didn't stuck around very long. Um, let, let's go back to the fact that you in high school were going to pubs. <laughs> well, I mean, it was like. Yeah, it was like a little like diner thing that was like oh. connected to a bar. Oh, I see. So like, I didn't go into the bar part of it. Criminal. I should have. Should have sneaked in there, drank all. And their you were alcohol. like, how tall? Four feet. No, seven. I was seven feet tall. I've always been seven feet tall. This is right. like a height joke, really. <laughs> <laughs> She made it first. It's in one of the YouTube videos. That's, that's I'm the tallest. I'm the tallest SCP author and the most very tall one. SCP author. Yeah, that's true. If you make a joke about yourself. I'll never forget it because I'll have something I can use. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah. Why? Um, there's another fucking spider. What the hell? Yeah. There's, Did there... a spider have babies in my room? Yeah, she's definitely tripping. Yeah, because because right finding spiders in a in a living domicile is strange. The only yeah, an, the right. only answer that could be is hallucinogens. I live in a Victorian house. Okay, there are there are untold numbers of spiders in here. Yeah, I live it, in a basement. I got lots of bugs. I'm in a basement of a Victorian house. So yeah, <laughs> yeah you got it worse than me. What's a basement? Oh yeah, you it's live in California. I know we don't have them. It sucks. It's what it's what you can have. I believe in California they call it the flood pit. Right. Yeah. No, it's the place that makes houses collapse because we have fucking earthquakes. Called the earthquake pit. Yeah. You can have them here. It's just most most houses don't. I sent you a picture of my spider. Oh, all right. Cool. The the detail. The detail. It's just the fuck, Tiny fuck. Scared to get your phone near the spider or what? No, it's just, it was just really, like, I was as close as I could get before it started blurring out because it's oh, so yeah. small. Fucking listeners, I just want to explain that Radiker just sent us a picture in which the <laughs> spider, and I'm using air quotes, is smaller than my pinky nail. Like, I can't even tell that it's a spider. <laughs> no, 
It's a little spider. It's very cute. It's very cute. What did you name it? Thank you for sharing. Yeah. I didn't name anything. I just, I just sort of waved it into the ether, so it's just out there somewhere now. Oh, oh nice. thaumaturgy. Very nice. Yeah, I disappeared it. That's like a euphemism for you killed it. No, I didn't kill it. I don't want bad spider karma. <laughs> Very specific brand of bad karma. Uh, <laughs> Alright, uh, let's move Well, on. I mean, it's just from that thing where, like, if you kill a certain type of spider, the smell attracts more of them. I don't uh, think that's true. I think that's ants. It is. I think that's bees. No, I've I seen it happen. people. <laughs> it's definitely people. <laughs> people will definitely not show up with, if you kill not a Not if you eat them. all of them. Every every part. Oh, this fucking episode's gonna make me have nightmares. Alright, uh <laughs> I can't even joke about it myself. They're coming to get you, Grigori. All the spiders. No, 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 I don't have a problem with spiders. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're gonna they're gonna all the spiders are gonna force feed you other people. Oh no. Uh, why would they <laughs> do that? Eaten by spiders and rat breaks into my house. It's been a because they fucking shit. Obviously, I don't. I didn't have the bad karma. You had the bad spider karma because you disappeared them. Like you're a dictator. No, like you're a Chilean dictator. <laughs> I was gonna say they're spiders. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm, the, I'm the Pinochet of baby spiders. You know what? Maybe we shouldn't joke about Pinochet. <laughs> don't cut it. Oh no, no. Um... All right. Uh, Sorry, so... I read a horrible book about about uh, you know U.S. anti-communist action, and it was terrifying. And I'm coping uh, with yeah. humor. Oh yeah, that's the only way to cope. <clears throat> yep. Except for like unbridled rage, of course. Anyway, uh, so let's move on. We're almost done with this list. Uh, Ambrose Transylvania sex, right? Yeah. Uh, this is my favorite of no, this list. The best one. Yeah, it's my favorite of almost any article, period. I don't know. I love this so much. Ambrose Transylvania all, for all the damn vampires. Um, which is a reference to Lost Boys. Uh, so this is a, a hotel uh, and a restaurant opened by Ambrose for vampires. But the funny thing is, is there's a restaurant, there's a hotel and restaurant upstairs for people. Um, because this is the way <laughs> that you get vampires in. You create a, um, what is it they said? Oh, upstairs section of the hotel has been specifically redecorated and refurbished to provide an excellent hunt. There are numerous false ends, <laughs> hiding places that give themselves away, um, and secret passageways. And then they, uh, they let them, uh, feed on the people as long as they don't kill them. And then they just apply amnestics to the guests, which is pretty good. Um, so good. it's, it's really good. good. But, um, I, so this is like a, a home away from home, or like a, a, a what do you call it? Like a, a why well, can't I think of the word? Um, like a resort for vampires, um, and because obviously most hotel rooms that are like nice resorts, they look out on a view. This one has a view out onto like a cave because they can't have any sunlight. <laughs> and then it's awesome. I like the part where they they. They, there's a whole paragraph explaining about how if you get vampires together, they're gonna get upset at each other because of yeah, the, the they're you know the, they're they're very um, <laughs> territorial and there's there's old history and bad blood, haha. Um, <laughs> and so to avoid them from feuding, the ground is ritually desecrated. I was about to say desegregated, desecrated. Ritually <laughs> <laughs> desegregated. That's right. Um, desecrated to a few dark blood gods. 
Notably, these gods do not find our presence to be intolerable. In fact, it is the opposite. Harming one of our kind is the great sin. Violate it, and they shall smite thee down, revoking whatever sanguine bonds animate you. <laughs> Just so over the top. Um, I, like, I shall revoke your sanguine bonds. <laughs> yes. Much, much to the, uh, I'm sure, horror of my... Uh, 13 year old not like other girls self i love vampires <laughs> vampires are the shit but only when they're cool like this yeah I, like i mean i even like the cheesy Edward ones Cullen, give me fucking oh Dracula. yeah yeah like, i mean i i even love the i don't like um what what is that twilight i don't like those but i like, like the movies the movies are good the books are bad they're okay uh they, i think they're pretty bad uh but whatever um <laughs> They were fun, you know. Like I, I'm, I'm with you. Like I never I'm not, dressed. I'm, not, I'm, not I'm gonna start my my Twilight movies rant because you should. I have so many opinions about them. This is great. Let's go. This is the right time for it. I think. Yeah. Um, okay. They they fuck those movies rule, and you're wrong. They are those movies do not rule, but well, I love a couple of them. Yes, are great. The first I, one is phenomenal. I'll agree. I, so during pandemic. I had never seen any of them, so I was curious, and they were all on one of the fucking services. Uh, and I said, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna sit here like all day." I was unemployed through a lot of the, the worst of the pandemic, um, and I just watched all of them in like a 24 hour period. It was yeah, it was, I read it was the a book. They're so entertaining. Um, I read the first book because uh, oh. my mom gave it to me. She read it and she left it in my bag when I went off to do my master's. Uh, and uh, I had a girl visit me and she basically dumped me on the visit. And I was really depressed and I was lying in bed. I'm supposed to be working on my master's. And instead, I just read all of Twilight in one day. <laughs> I think you have the best Twilight story then. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, it's, it was, it's a terribly written book. And it yeah. goes down like popcorn. Like you don't even notice that it's already done, and also it doesn't give you anything. But you I just threw it so quickly. I just, I just hate yeah. any of the famous, like really, really popular books that just reinforce horrible fucking perspectives socially. It's awful. But well, on the topic she, of vampires she specifically, she is. But that's yeah. not my problem yeah. with her. I don't hate anybody See, for the religion. I dislike how. How shitty the it reinforces like sexual dynamics between men and women. It's horrible. It's so interesting though. It's so interesting to see like a little glimpses into the the perspective and like how like men are these like horrible monsters that can't control themselves. Right, right. Um, but also isn't that kind of hot though? Like it's just it's wild. Um it's so funny because I actually really like those two actors a lot. Um, Robert Pattinson oh, yeah, and and uh, Kristen, Stewart. Kristen Stewart. Yeah, I think they're both wonderful actors, and it's so funny. So done the moment they show up on the camera, and they never stop being done. Yeah, they're just. It's so funny how 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 little they're they're like how little those movies. Even though they probably made them a fortune and like probably jump started their careers, both of them. You know, and it's just has no like you have no idea that actually both of these actors are like they have their range is incredible. Yeah. Uh, And and it's just the just most fucking deadpan frowny face. Like he looks like he's taking he looks like he looks like he's taking a shit in every single goddamn moment of frame that he's in. The thing is, though, like I've I've seen like. 
I've watched like the director's commentaries of of these movies, right? <laughs> oh my god! Like it is like the first oh, one especially. No. I think they kind of calmed down in like the the later ones because they had to stop being so weird about it. But I think the first one is so perfectly tailored to the actual tone of the books in that it's fucking weird and no one acts like a real person. Yeah, it's- And I think it's perfect. It's I think very all the funny. time about the scene where she walks <clears throat> into the classroom and the fan blows behind her and he looks like he's gonna throw up is like the funniest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> that is very funny. It is, it is. It is. Um... Like I think, I think that they're both giving perfect reads for those characters because there's really nothing funny. to either of those characters. Yeah, I think it's really funny that Michael Sheen was in that movie and the Underworld <laughs> movies. Oh, the Underworld movies! Oh God, the same yeah. girl made me see those movies. Oh my God, that's so weird. Well, is it that weird though? I no, uh, no. The fact that she was into Underworld, but no, but my mom gave me Twilight. It was the girl who like. Oh right, she was just connected. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Um, I thought I thought you were gonna say that she she dumped you because you had that book in your bag, and I was that's like, no, I she, she really loves those movies. And she I was really I was gonna be so movies. horrified. I was like, that sucks. Like, what a terrible dumbass thing to get dumped over. No, that chick made me watch Twilight. Third one is boring as shit. Um, the fourth one, one has one? some of. Oh, I don't even remember. Like, nothing happens in it. Just remember that. It's like it's like the one. Is that is that the, the one where they're on like of they're on their honeymoon? Is it the no, Vatican one? The Vatican one is the one I oh. saw with her, and it was terrible. I think it's the Vatican one. Okay. But the, the fourth one is like, he's is gonna the... get killed, boo. Yeah, yeah. Something like that, yeah. The, the fourth one is the one where they go on their honeymoon, and then she get, gets pregnant with the monster baby, and the what ensues is, like, the baby. best, the best, like, fucking YA horror I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, it's like, good. It's good. It's definitely it's, how I feel right. about children in general, so yeah. I'm on board. Right. The, the um, shot when she's like drinking like the blood out of the styrofoam cup and her face is all gaunt, like it's so it's so intense. Yeah, she makes a like, very hot vampire also, like way better than, than well, fucking he he would. Yeah, she's got the whole vibe for it. Um, I, I was like pretty like checked out for most of those movies, and then all of a sudden the is it the fifth one where they have like the big throwdown. With like it's like Avengers level action, yeah. Yeah, it's the, awesome. The second half of the movie is just one big ass fight that somehow didn't happen because it's in someone's head. But whatever, fuck. You know what? Now I just remember that's all a dream and I hate them. But whatever. <laughs> but that I was just like, wow, this movie just all of a sudden became like the most intense action movie, and I was not see. I did not have that on my bingo card. <laughs> yeah. I love uh, those movies. Yeah, they're terrible, but they were pretty entertaining. Um, I'm very sorry, Stormbreath. They're terrible, but they work. Yeah. Well, you know, it's Stormbreath's fault well, for writing about vampires. Yeah. But anyway, the the point that I was going to get at is that <laughs> even though I love the Twilight movies, the vampire lore in the Twilight movies is boring as shit. Yeah. Like, your vampire can't be just, like, a guy. That's dumb. I love these Dracula motherfuckers in this in this article. Absolutely. That's yeah, it be. my favorite vampires are the ones that are like way closer to like the original folklore. Like I also really love vampire stuff, um, and vampires were like horrifying. Like yeah, it they was gotta a, be like fucked up monsters that eat people. Yeah, like don't make them all like sexy and shit like that. Like it's fine. Dracula in Dracula, I think. Yeah, let them be sexy Dra because right. they're monsters that eat people. Right, Dracula right. in Dracula is monstrous. The 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 movie version of Dracula, that's not how he is in the book at all. He's just Are you guys? You guys subscribe to uh, Dracula Daily? 
I don't. I because... was last year, and I got certain ways in, and then just brain gone the way. I have read the whole book before, but Dracula Daily is really cool. I just it's fun. So listen, it's a very fun that. idea. Yeah. Yeah, explain. It's just like they, it's just like an email list where they send you, because it's the story is told in like journal format. Yeah. Um, and yeah. so they send you an email with like whatever chapter takes place on whatever day of the year it is. Yeah. Um, so you great. just get to read Dracula like in your email. Yeah, because the, 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 the arc of Dracula takes, takes place over like a long period of time. They travel to and from Central Europe back to England back in the 1800s. So it, it takes a bit of time. I really love that book. It's a really good book. Oh, it's a yeah, great it's really book. Good. It's a great it's book. So well written, especially like for people who want to do SCP kind of stuff. It's, it's oh yeah, written that way, and it's really old for being written that way. It's all a yeah. novel, novel made up of different pieces of stuff stuck together. Like it's really clever. Epistolary. Yeah, it's really clever. Uh, one of my favorite things with a spiritual successor book, which is called The Historian, um, which is also told entirely in the letters and diaries of people that are researching the real Dracula, but then it turns out actually the real Dracula maybe is also the vampire Dracula, which is pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. Because I oh, am not really cool. obsessed with the Dracula, the vampire. I am obsessed with Vlad Steppish. Like, I have read read so much about that crazy motherfucker. Uh, and I just love it when it's just like, yeah, but also... He was also a vampire. <laughs> it's like, that isn't even... Like, that isn't even the top ten reasons why that guy sucked. <laughs> You've also read the secret history of Twin Peaks, right? Uh, no, I still haven't. It's I, I oh, have it's to. so good. I know it's it's all epistolary as well. It's fantastic. Oh yeah, it's right. So yeah. Okay. All right. Back to Stormbreath's article. That's terrible. Yeah. I'm very sorry, Stormbreath. Um, See, the funny thing is, like, this is one of our favorite articles from the set. I know. Yeah. Compliments to Stormbreath because you know, just inspiring all of this conversation about <laughs> cool vampire shit because it's about cool like vampire Twilight. shit. Um, but it is really uh, a really, really, really great article. It's not just like because it has fun, you know, it has this really interesting arc where we get to see the vampire who is the author uh, get taken around the, the resort and, ex you know, explained all the things like in the in the in the they explain how vampires can't eat normal food. But Chaz Ambrose has figured out that if they just include a lot of blood. Then they can, so they make brioche with blood instead of eggs and blood sausage. But then they also have like different selections of blood on the list, like the Tuatha de Danann, like the Seeth Sede. I forget how to say that word. She. She. That's right. You Thank go. you. She. Yeah. Um, which is from High Brazil. Which is it's not surprising. This is a Storm Breath article. Yep. Um, um, and then the human guests above as well. But the, the, the funniest part, not the funniest part, but the, the fact that it ends with an, with an interview with Chad Ambrose, um, Chad, uh, Chaz Ambrose, um, Chad. he's such a Chad. Um, and then, it, you know, I, there's some really good twists in it, honestly. It's a really good twist. This is, I, I mean, I know it wasn't the first one, but this is my absolute favorite Walden Studios one. Uh, I, just, I think this is my favorite like characterization of yeah, Ambrose yeah. of like all oh, of yeah. them. Absolutely. I think that's that's the one uh as as funny as Rounder and Stormbreath's um the Huey Lewis one. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's so funny and it's so great. But I feel like it pulls back the curtain a little bit too much for me personally. Because I really like when Chaz Ambrose is just like this sort of mythical figure there's a lot of like mystery surrounding him and stuff mm -hmm. um and i think this does such a good yeah, job yeah. of rolling out just enough from somebody else's point of view like on the outside looking in mm -hmm. and then at the ending 
can I spoil it? I know we were talking about spoilers. Can I just say yeah? It? No, I, this I is, feel like this yeah. is one of the ones that it, it doesn't. The, the journey is the point in this one. Yeah. 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 So like. It kind of leads you to believe that maybe Ambrose is also a vampire, and then at the end you find out that he's not. He's just a guy who was, like, drinking a person's blood and just drinking a lot of blood for the whole night. And he was just doing that because <laughs> maybe, like, he's something else or maybe not. And, like, maybe I think he's that's... a fucking weirdo. <laughs> I think, like, all he needs to be is, like, the food guy, and there need to be no other answers. <laughs> yeah. And if it's, um, it's food-related, he can do whatever the fuck he wants. <laughs> Totally. Yeah, it's 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 really excellent. <clears throat> uh, yeah. So yet again, we are just crooning about how awesome Stormbreath is. <laughs> I don't yeah, even know if Stormbreath listens. Fantastic work. I feel like I for all the uh, all do or don't. I'm pretty sure he does. Oh, sweet. Um, well, we like your articles. Uh, anyway, we do very much. But one last one before we get to and some we emails. like you. We do also like you. You seem pretty good. I don't want to do that, but yeah. Wow. <laughs> I don't think I could do that. Baby talk is. Coward. I am the baby talk is a oh, is a blow. line too far. Can't do it. I thought it was. You just, more gotta, like you just gotta blow a kiss. You just gotta blow valley one kiss. Valley girl. That's what I heard. That was not. That wasn't valley girl, was it? I can do a plethora of different voices. Would you like to request one? Uh, yeah, I would like uh, Dracula. No. <laughs> just insult, uh, just insult a whole bunch of people. <laughs> can you do? Uh, can you do Gregory's voice? Yeah. Hey guys, it's me, Gregory. What? Why do I sound like I'm from Brooklyn in that? <laughs> what the fuck? I don't sound I like that. It. Hey, it's me, Gregory. Uh, I've never been so insulted, but also uh, feel like it is accurate as when Lieutenant Flops in in one of the Discord said that you she can tell my voice from Harry's because I'm the one that sounds like. What if Valley Girl was not specifically applied to women, and there was a male equivalent to that? And I, I am. So horrified, but also sure, I guess. <laughs> hey there, SCP fans. I just like doing bad impressions of people. This is so much funnier than doing good impressions. Uh, a- a- anytime I see a comedian who the whole deal is their good impressions, I'm just like, I don't, I don't give a shit, man. Um, like I just keep annoying all my roommates because I keep talking like Microsoft Sam, and they all hate it. Who the fuck is Microsoft Sam? Oh fuck, of course. Is uh, the text is. Do you guys want to read an SCD article? (laughs) Oh, wow. You're really good. That's actually really good. (laughs) Thank you. What does that say? I want to be a computer. (laughs) Uh, All right. Um, (laughs) This was such a good choice. Thank you for coming on. All right. Uh, (laughs) SCP-5348 by... Oh, no. I don't know how to say this. Good old Oh No. Uh, Lunarism? Lunarism? Is that how you say it? You can throw all the letters in the right order. All right, Lunarism. I'm (laughs) sorry if that was wrong. Anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, And this one's title is Mama Ambrose's Creamy Mushroom Bisque. Uh, And this is just a, like, creamy mushroom brisk. Uh, There's nothing really that strange about it. Uh, And then... (laughs) And then... Uh, we start getting a series of emails or letters, uh, letters, I guess, 
um, from a raided Ambrose restaurant's location. I like the idea that he's keeping his personal letters in one of the restaurants. And just like one of them, yeah. <laughs> he's just like, this is how much I care about you, Matthew. Uh, which these are all letters from his brother, Matthew, who's explaining about how their mom is dying and Chaz should come and see her. Um, and then ultimately does not. And, and, and Chaz ultimately says she would have wanted it this way, which is, um, what? Uh, but then you get a uh, recipe for this soup that is named after her. And uh, you kind of figure out why, uh, why it's so impressive. And this is a short enough article that I feel like, and it's, it's underrated as hell. Uh, I think we should not spoil this one. Yeah, it's really good. Um, yeah, it's really good. I feel like Illuminarism's articles are pretty underrated um hasn't written like a shit ton of articles but every time i've written read one by them no, you're writing people's I, articles what what i got accused of accidentally writing somebody's articles now you just wrote that i article. immediately <laughs> changed it i corrected it you're, you're breaking the <laughs> flow this is the greatest the greatest crime in podcasting is breaking the flow <sighs> It's, it's what makes us special. It's our 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 shtick. <laughs> we have no flow, and I have no, and no chill. <laughs> and and also, yeah, Rad wrote all of these. So yeah, yeah. I wrote the whole wiki except for the bad ones. No, you also wrote the bad ones, and thanks a lot for those. No, sorry, <laughs> yeah, I did it. Sorry, uh, you did it. <laughs> no. <laughs> all right. Uh, I let's, like. This one's very my speed. I really like. Yeah, um, absolutely. I really like ones that are short, and I really like ones that uh, have some emotional heart to them. So, I really did enjoy this one very much. I like the ones that have emotional heart that don't feel like they are cheating. Yeah. There are quite a few articles that are, like, sappy and touching in a way that feels unearned. And it's a weird thing that I haven't seen in a lot of other spaces for creative writing. Drop the um, numbers. Which ones? No, no, that's not happening. But, um, and and definitely by this, no, I'm just kidding. Um, but like, I just, I this one feels very earned. Like, it feels like this comes from a space of, you know, whatever was trying to be communicated, this comes from a place of, of somebody who is... You know, understood loss or understood someone uh, being away from them or whatever, and, uh, oh, and it comes it comes through. What? Nothing. <laughs> you referencing the horrible meme loss? Is that what's happening? Because of the I'm word sure loss. The, the text around. We could we could build it. Did you oh, see that? Did you did you see that tweet not long after uh, the discussion of turning it into X or whatever, where somebody was like, "Oh, now I get it," and they just turned it into loss, which was really funny. <laughs> just like fuck you. Would have been a better logo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anything would be better. Uh, if it was a V, it'd be even better. Anyway, um, wow. uh, a little bit of foreshadowing. Uh, so let's read some emails. Did you guys get that updated list of emails I sent? Yes. Probably. Good. Okay. Um, why don't Radiker, why don't you read this first one from Fern? Okay. Chasbro's restaurants. In my opinion, it's a very underrated GOI with a lot of fun potential, and having Radiker be the guest to talk about it is perfect. They know this because I am so good at eating food. It's because That's you not are what the one of the most underrated authors we have. Uh, How can that be? You've written all of the wiki. 
I yeah, Still well, it's, I get all the downvotes too. And moving <laughs> on. My question for this episode is this: Will you ever do a second episode on fifthism? No, but they might do a fifth one. Nice, very nice. On episode nice. fifty-five, maybe? Question mark? Another question mark? Um, right now the episode, the episode for fifthism, I think, is the fourth episode. So. I think that's fun. Why? Well, I didn't listen to that one. Well, it was oh, just Thank that you. one, just that one. Thanks. Um, <laughs> it was the fifth episode, but we had to go uh, and take oh. one of the episodes away because of a certain piece of shit. Um, so and uh, so now it's no, 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 it's the fifth one again. Sorry, forget it. We both had to delete <sighs> stuff from our media. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I fixed so. it. I Oh, that's right. I rearranged things. So, like, if you go back and listen to episode four, it'll be referencing that it's episode five, which is pretty funny. Um, God, you gotta love it. Um, yeah, you just so... gotta make a, another episode one. Episode... Why not? Episode three I, is, is the third moon. That, Have you? It's a secret. Oh, yeah. It's a secret to you as well. Maybe I'll have it done by your birthday. It's okay. it's just Harry reading like numbers like the numbers radio. Station. <laughs> <laughs> I I would one hundred percent put that on the feed just to see what people did. Uh, just like this is really fucked up. I don't know what you're talking about. You gotta do it on October first so that they think that you're doing some kind of ARG. <laughs> God, I'm so lazy. I would never be able to do an ARG. Ah. Uh, <laughs> That's true, right? <laughs> Good point. This hint that you're doing it and then never follow up. <laughs> well, that's like a lot of IRGs. Anyway. All right. Uh, so, Harry, if you want to read this one from Flying Writer. Flying Writer. I love your y'all's podcast. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to learn. Yeah. Our, our all's podcast. And I can't <laughs> wait to learn more about the founder of Ambrosia Chaz Ambrosia. Too bad we didn't tell you a single goddamn thing. <laughs> also, what anomalous food would you want to be real? Uh, none of them. The cake. I, just, I like the cake. regular food. I really like the human blood. Okay. I think that should be real. That's not anomalous. I'm not sure. No, it is. Uh, Fuck you. Yes, it is. Okay, Hannibal Lecter. It's made up. It's pretend. There's no such uh, thing as blood. Uh, <laughs> uh, I can't get those... Uh, those Doritos Dynamita, like they're kind of like tackies, but they're made by Doritos. I can't get those in the stores anymore, so I feel like they're not real. So I would like those to be real again. Oh, that's like my, my favorite candy was Good and Fruities, the Good and Plenty brand jelly beans, and they went, oh, yeah. they stopped making them, and I was very sad. Well, that's anomalous, so you, you should want those to be real. It's yeah, anomalous I, I that good food stops I don't want. I don't want blood to be real. I want, I want good and to be real. <laughs> you heard it first here, folks. Blood is not real. Um, yeah, I uh, I really like those kettle brand chips that taste like Korean barbecue, and they don't seem to have those anymore, and I really liked them. Oh, yeah. They were real good. Anyway. Uh, Nothing I like not answering the question, because we like have a better question we like to yeah, answer. Yeah, I don't. I don't <laughs> what anomalous food? I don't know. One of the ones we talked about earlier, I guess. Anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, I'm going to read this. so contemptuous of our, <laughs> our listeners. It's funny. They, they, they know what they did. Uh, they right. set themselves up. For so, uh, this one is from Crow Cat. So hello, Crow Cat here. I like Ambrose restaurants. That's the end of their email. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 
<laughs> but I've noticed people don't talk about them very often, especially compared to a lot of other GOIs. I wonder if most folks just aren't drawn to the restaurant chain serving anomalous food as a concept, which makes me think about what aspects as an SCP concept have that causes it to resonate or attract people. What are some of the things that attract you personally as readers to certain concepts? That's that's wide. Whether it's GOI, canon, or character on the wiki. I like it when they're good. <laughs> um, I, I really like absurdist comedy. If you're going to try and do something funny and it's absurd and it's and you're leaning into it, I like it. Very much so. It really depends. Yeah, well, for that's true. me, I'm like, yeah. Good answer. <laughs> I, have, I have a hard time pinning down what I like in fiction. Because it, it just, I mean, it really kind of is just like, I don't know, is it good? Sure. I mean, I've got a wide range in taste in fiction. And the only thing that's in common with a lot of the different things that I like is I that think they're good. usually there's some character-driven stuff. Like, if everyone yeah. feels like it's a two-dimensional character, sometimes you can get away with that. Like, some of the old pulpier stuff. Like, I've been reading a lot of Michael Moorcock lately. And a lot of his stuff reads like it was written for, like, the 1930s pulp magazines. And it's fun because the ideas are crazy, but I don't know how much weight I care about these characters because they're yeah. not they're not characters, uh, and that makes yeah. all the difference. So yeah, I feel like like character driven stuff for sure. I know I'm predictable because that's all I write, but like same yeah, that makes a big difference. All three of us, same. yeah, yeah. I well, that's not true. So hard with people and their like dialogue on the wiki because that's like the only thing I know how to write well. Right. I'm so my, my bar my bar is very high for that. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, I realize I don't just write character driven stuff because victim is not character driven at all. It's all fucking insane, wow. people. Um, no. But uh, so good though. The uh, thank you. Uh, the thing that I really like reading about and it doesn't get done as often anymore um, is the stuff that. I feel like attracted me to the wiki in the first place, which is kind of like Eldritch horror. Um, and that's why I really liked the, the fifth, the, the fifth ism and, and also the church and second high top stuff, but you know, sarcasm and stuff like that. And it feels like sometimes when people do it now, it's, it's trying a little too hard to evoke those things. But um, occasionally somebody like Asabi uh, will do oh. something like the M is for moon or a place to drown in. And it's just, it's everything I want. It's upsetting. And it's, yeah. God, Asabi's so fucking good. Spin crawl. Yeah. Like Asabi has this way of making people talk about otherworldly things in this like religious awe, but that reverence. also, yeah. Reverence. Uh, but that also makes you kind of disturbed. And it's like, how did you do that again? Bravo. <laughs> Bravo. Have you seen the short film, Portrait of God. Yes. Oh God, it's Perfect. so fucking good. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. Uh, that is that is absolutely my jam when we're not talking about comedy. Yeah. Um, all right, who wants Love to read? Yeah, me too. Who wants to read Montague's email? <coughs> I'll do it. Great. Ambrose Restaurants is one of those GOIs that makes the world of SCP feel all the more real to me. Even in a setting as out there as this, people still need to eat, after all. Considering your assorted experiences with creating off-site SCP content, producing podcasts, making YouTube videos, writing for video games, etc., do you have any advice for SCP writers interested in branching out into other mediums? My advice is, uh, do that. 
Yeah. I mean, all the stuff that I've done is mostly stuff that I've done. So just go out and do it. Um, create yeah. the thing. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't have any advice for how you get hired by somebody else to do it. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I know, I, I, you know, if you have an idea, learn how to do it. Go to talk to people. Uh, they know how to do some of the technical details that might hold you back or just watch a bunch of tutorials like I did. It used to seem very intimidating to run a podcast, and really it's just something we do on an afternoon now. Um. <laughs> Making audio dramas is not actually that hard. I'm sure it's not. I mean, I'm the, I, the only thing I imagine it can be kind of difficult is balancing, like, do I have all the little pieces to fit them together? But, um, yeah, it, it, I'm sure it isn't nearly as bad as it seems from the outside. Most of the time it isn't. I'm sure you don't do nearly as much work no. as you claim you do. No, I'm sure you do lots of work, but <laughs> I and I lie. I I don't do shit. It's all AI. Oh um, God! It's all it's, it's been run by ChatGPT. Canceled. Radiger is canceled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's been AI you... since 2019. Wow. You must have had access to the good stuff. Really ahead of the curve. Yeah. Um. Do as much stuff as possible with as many different people as possible for as long as possible yep. until people notice what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. Okay, actually, you want to hear a, a piece of, um, like, real advice that I've heard in my artist career is that, like, the, the most valuable connections that you're ever going to have are not people that are, like, higher up than you, like, more successful right. than you. They're people that are at your same level. Yes. Because they're the people that are going to get jobs and then going to hire you. Exactly. Right. So nurture those relationships yeah. because they're actually the most important ones. Yeah, your community connections make a huge difference. Whether that's other authors, whether that's artists. Make friends with artists, guys. Do it a lot. <laughs> it makes a difference. 6,500 would be fucking dumb without all the art that we asked and got for. Um, and in general, um, you know, getting advice on stuff is great. I mean, like I, you know, victim is SCP stuff on the wiki, but, you know, so much of it was talking to people that knew more than I did about, you know, uh, graphic design and uh, you know photoshopping and doing all sorts because none of that shit would work without weird images um, mm -hmm. and uh, you know the same is true for like the podcasting um, if you see something that you have an idea that you would like to see in reality and no one's doing it guess what you could be the one to do that you know and it's not going to happen overnight like we our first few episodes were like you know 20 to 50 listeners and it's still not in the thousands yet, but it's growing and it takes all you have to do yeah. is consistently keep going uh, and get the word out as bare as best you can. If it's not a podcast that you're doing, which, you know, fair enough. Um, you know, the point is, is not, I think, very seriously, I, I talk to people about this a lot about writing. You can't wait for you to be in the quote unquote right headspace to write. You'll never get there. It yeah. doesn't exist. If you want to be a writer who gets out there and actually does stuff, barring things like disabilities or other things that are external you can't control, but if it's just about your motivations, you will never get there. You have to sit yourself down the computer and do it because if Absolutely. you, it's a muscle, and if you don't stretch and 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 work on that muscle, then it's just like running around the block or running six miles. You know, uh, if you run around the block and you've not rid, you know, run at all, you're gonna get winded. If you run all the time, 
and you start pushing yourself farther and farther and challenging yourself with different environments, the same thing is true of writing. If you're trying to get out of your comfort space, if you're only writing the same thing, try something new. You know, you have to just keep pushing at it. And I don't ever wait until I'm just inspired. Sometimes you're lucky enough that something will just, you know, pop into your head and you have to write it down right now. Um, but a lot of times that happens when you're like at work or in the shower or, you know, shop grocery shopping. So you just have to learn how to like plant those seeds and then come back and then sit in front of the computer and make yourself do it. You also kind of always feel like a bad writer. Yep. Like you, oh, you yeah. will never, you will never feel like a good writer. Even if you are a good writer, you'll always still feel like you're kind of shit. Hundred percent. Absolutely. And you're, you know, unless you're an asshole, you're always gonna wonder, you know, why isn't my stuff more popular? Or you're gonna feel like an imposter or whatever. Only the people that are douchebags genuinely they think they deserve lots and lots of attention all the time. It's the it's the Dunning Kruger effect. The mm -hmm. the less you the less like skill you have, the more skill right. you perceive yourself to have. Exactly. Um, right. So all you people who feel like <clears throat> you shouldn't, and all you people who don't, you should. Oops. Yeah. <clears throat> and I mean, honestly, um, I think it's also a good idea to consume more and pay attention when you're consuming it. If you are interested <laughs> in making a podcast, listen to other people's podcasts. Take notes. Uh, you know, things you like, things you didn't like. Um, you know, both the co-host seems to interrupt him a lot. I don't think I'll get one of those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like one person podcast. Yeah, that's not. That's no good. Yeah, that's why Harry is definitely around. Um, but then also, you know, yourself. when it comes to like writing, <clears throat> that's why I'm around. Oh, okay. Well, also because you no, show you show up. <laughs> I do show up. It's one of the few things I've done consistently. I think I missed I, I missed one appointment once. Did you? <laughs> I slept through one that I was supposed to before I remember that. Oh, but then we just recorded it later. Yeah. Um, no, we didn't just nod it. Not yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's true. But um, but I think with writing, especially because that's the thing I know the best. Um, when you're sitting there, you know, read more. Read more with a critical eye and not just in your way you want to leave your mark by leaving a shitty comment on somebody's thing. I mean, in that when you're consuming something, pay attention to the things that you like and then, you know, try to emulate without just ripping somebody off. But none of us are totally original, so. Okay. Except for Radiger, because she wrote everything. You gotta, you gotta think of it. Radiger's yeah, because I, because I wrote all everything. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, you gotta, you gotta think about ingesting, like, art People. and yeah media and people um, <laughs> you gotta think of it think of it like putting gas in the tank like creatively right. like you can't just be constantly churning stuff out like that's how you get writer's block is if you're not like right taking enough stuff in to get inspired yeah it's also how you get people start thinking that you're just churning stuff out and it's not worth looking at yeah read what's the, more what's the, stuff uh, read different types of stuff the uh garth Marenghi's dark place quote where he's like I'm the only author I know who's written more books than I've read. <laughs> God damn it. That show's amazing. Oh, so good. But yeah, consume, man. Uh, like everybody needs to, consume, you know. Consume, man. There yeah, you go. there you go. There you go. Fucking get out there and, and, and read some books. Don't just read SCP. If you are interested in writing better SCP, read a fucking book. Because... Just reading, just reading. I'm just saying, reading the same read format the things. Read, read House of Leaves. It's not, required. Not that one. Um, 
That one's barely a narrative. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, seriously, like, start, like, trying. Yeah, it's a great book, but it's not a narrative. Um, it's an experiment. Uh, but whatever. The point is, is that, like, you need to, like, push yourselves out of the comfort zone. And the best way to, like, become a better writer is to read more. And keep writing, obviously. But... Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I've been reading the uh, Expanse series. Oh, uh, you have it. I'm reading them at the same time. I love those. I like I, everyone's reading those right now. A friend of mine like bought the whole series, and we've all just been like passing it around the friend group. They're so good. Which one are you on? Uh, just the second one. That's what I'm on right now. <laughs> so they're so like. See, that's so that's why my bar for the combat is so high right now because I've been reading those, and the the fight sequences are so good. Oh, they're brilliant. You've seen the show? You've seen the show? No, I've heard it wasn't great. No, the show's terrific. It is the best sci-fi fucking action. It is such a well-done show. It's, it's, it's so, so smart. Perfectly adapted. They did such a good oh, job. Is it? So watch it, Radiger. I want to talk to you about it. It's so good. Maybe, maybe I will have to then. Yeah. It's a very they good do, show. They do such a good job. The yeah. acting is great. The writing is great. The effects are amazing. They catch the action like so well. It's nice. some of the best action. The, the space fights and stuff with the, and the PDC cannons they, and all that. Oh, it's so good. And they don't do the sound in space thing that I hate so much in science fiction. Yeah, no, they've, they've got that. Uh, they might do, do it in the occasional like artistic scene of like, oh, here's a ship going by. But yeah, right. there's no sound in space. Right. Like at the worst, um, they do no. it very muted, but they try to get that a point, the point across that like it's like no, this right. is like the fucking vacuum. It's terrifying. Yeah, they, and they the the like, show, the show has this real like uh, respect for the fact that they're in space. Like it feels like space is a character in the show, as opposed to like Star Trek. Not bashing Star Trek, right. but Star Trek feels like this is the yeah, magic yeah. ship that no one ever gets blasted into space. This is no, no. People are gonna get fucking it's voided. Gonna kill you. Yeah. It's terrifying. Yeah. Good shit. Good no, shit. like if you if you if you're enjoying the books, fucking watch the show. Maybe even yeah, like such a good series. do them at the same time because they the adaptation. I've very rarely seen an adaptation that has so much respect for the thing it's adapting. It doesn't even cut stuff out at the beginning. It just adds more scenes that make logical sense to glue some stuff together for the show. It's so well done. Really nice. Recommend. Great stuff. You're how excited suddenly I am. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm really glad you're reading those. They're such good books. Yeah, they're, they're so well written. Great. And the character writing is great, and the sci-fi is great, and it's just mm. it's so crunchy. It is. I love that. that I love crunchy sci-fi. Yeah. All and right, you know Harry. What we're talking about. We were talking about uh, emails. We still have two more to read. <laughs> oh. Yeah. yeah. What the hell, Crooked? Uh, um, so, so wait. So back. Interesting. So back is emailing us. Even Hello. the Egyptian gods listen to this podcast. <laughs> That's amazing. Eh? Hello, Grigori, Harry, and Rad. Big fan of all of your stuff. Well, I mean, it's all. Prove it. There better be uh, 84 no. upvotes. No, I'm just kidding. Where's my 160 something? I've listened to many Sim Create episodes multiple times, and FUA is currently keeping me sane at work. I imagine that is Find Us Alive. Sure is. That's the acronym. Booah. Those are. That's the first letter of each Ooh. of the three words. Yes. That's how that works. Yeah. <laughs> Ambrose is a goy that I. Goy. I think he is. Ambrose is a goi that is Egyptian. A of, so I, that's really, why I said yeah. goy was just so you would chime in. Ambrose is a goi that I have a bit of a love hate relationship with. 
I like thinking about food culture and wrote a few university essays on food as an art form. Oh God, so do you I take, really like... so back, do you take pictures of your food? Do you do oh, that? God. Instagram, Instagram. So I really like <laughs> the Ambrose articles that take food as a concept and explore it in interesting ways. Standouts for me are articles like Ambrose Vienna that takes itself really seriously and is a super interesting read. Or Ambrose Wanderer's Library by Stygian Blue and Din Bedore over on the other side of the wiki dot. Ah, yes. Shout out to Stig and Din. Some of their respective Wanderer's Library work is so good and underrated. So underrated it makes me mad. We should do a Wanderer's Library episode. Yep. Holy shit. Yeah, except for, um, you can't just do like one episode about the entirety of Wanderer's yeah, Library. No, That's what's held we'll, me back we'll, from we'll, it. We'll find a way to approach yeah. it. Anyway. Yeah. Um, and, and Router will want to talk about that, obviously. I do think that the menu of funny things format can be a bit hit or miss, especially when it's been done really well a few times already. Not that you can't give it a go, but it's something that can potentially fall flat if you don't give a fresh spin on it. I just hope more people do Ambrose stuff outside of the current GUI format, I guess. Thanks for the episode. You're welcome for the episode. Yeah, I don't... I, I Having read these, I would... I feel like I understand why the GOI constantly runs up against people's like limited motivation to keep going with it. Um, mm. It's just, it seems to be like there's only so much stuff you could do. Like you've got to come up with the gimmick first of what the restaurant's theme is, especially with the Walden stuff. Um, and then you've got to write a compelling food blog about that, which that isn't actually that easy. And, you know, and before that it was the, the, the uh, the menus and I feel like because they all kind of I don't want to say they all feel the same but like reading a lot of them in in one sitting it's like okay you know I, I can see why there's only so much gas in the tank for these mm -hmm. and they're great I mean obviously I liked all the ones we read for today but um, yeah. Yeah, but at the same time, not everything is going to be uh, is not is going to prompt everybody to do something. So yeah, I feel like it needs more. I think that the GOI yeah. needs more to go on, not just a, a a new restaurant with a gimmick. You know, I think right. they not to necessarily be deep lore about their version of Doctor Wondertainment or whatever. Just you know, I, I feel like there should just be more. Maybe like a you know, like a tale series dealing with people that work at an Ambrose restaurant or something. That something. Right. You know, character driven. Anyway, <clears throat> we do actually have one last uh, very late email from Real Sir, Real Sir. Oh, Real Sir, Real Sir. Real Sir, Real Sir, Real Sir, Real Sir. That's right. Ambrose Restaurant seems like <laughs> such a natural leap for something like SCP. One could argue that almost any food seems weird or unnatural once you think about it enough. So why not lean in? Do, do, does food seem weird when you think about it? I don't it? want to start thinking about it. I do not want to make food start seeming weird. No fucking Rucko's Basilisk shit, thanks. Uh, and then a question for Rad, which you kind of already answered. Anyway, Rad, could you update us on how podcasts like your own podcast projects, like FUA and Hands for the Road, uh, have, been, wow. have been to produce slash potted your cast? I don't, I don't know what the last part of that sentence was. But <laughs> she already answered that question at the top, so you're welcome. Sure anyone to say anything else about your yeah. awesome work? Um, don't do a Kickstarter. Oh. <laughs> is, there, is there a follow-up to that? <laughs> um, it was you just... You just don't want competition? <laughs> no, it just, it's it sucked. It was the most stressful month of my oh, entire I life. I bet. That sounds bet. horrible, yeah. It sounds like and a contest only worse. the government took a shit ton of it. Right. Yeah. Oh, 
did you want to? Did you want to do a Kickstarter? Mm-hmm. Get know what you're getting into because it's harder than you think. Getting people to pay you to make stuff is is harder. I would imagine in general. Uh, yeah, yes, I'm sure there's a lot of uh, problems with it. Um, I did think for a second you were going to go into like a taxationist theft rant. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the government took a lot of it. Uh, I mean, listen. Listen. Taxationist uh, theft and all of it's going to the military. Well, oh, fucking right. That's true. Good point. That's true. Taxation does not have to be theft. Currently, it is. Currently, a big, big portion of it is, yeah. Um, all right, uh, so the, if you want to send an email to the show, and it doesn't even have to be about the subject, um, it's nice that everyone does, but you could just send us general questions and we would be glad you to read us, them. You hear my random shit that you I should, say. That yeah. Don't even yeah. You should send a lot of emails about spiders uh-huh. um, and cannibalism. Nope. I'm not going to get rid. <laughs> um, you should put, you should put spiders exclamation point in the subject line. And then when you open it up, it just says cannibalism. <laughs> if the subject, if the subject line is not, there are spiders in this email, then I'm not opening it. You should you put in the subject houses. line. You should put a very important request, uh, semicolon. And then when you open it up, you should put, some instructions in there of how to dig a hole in your backyard. Oh. Where's this going? I, I need to know what happens next. Are you okay? Do you need us to call someone? <laughs> That's the whole joke. <laughs> well, it's bravo. Bravo. Um... <clears throat> Uh, the show... I'm, I'm laughing so hard at my own joke that I'm making myself cry again. No, that's good. A that's been an good. emotional time. Um, I will say that uh, <laughs> we went, let's let's plug some twitters because that's how we keep people invested in the show or whatever or aware okay. of the show. Yeah, let's make sure we're tied to the success or failure of Twitter. <laughs> no, we'll just switch it to Tumblr or whatever. But um, uh, what other T things going on? Anyway, uh, at Sim create so that's S I M C R E A T or at Gregory Carpin for uh, Twitter stuff. Uh, for Twitter stuff at Harry Blank SCP. Also, I do have a Tumblr now, and it is also at Gregory Carpin. Wow, you are just becoming more and more of a young woman as time goes by. Eh? Is is that who uses that? Do you want to make that blank blank blanket of a statement? Only young, uh, only young. That Harry blanket of a statement. Ha- oh, Harry, blank, oh. Harry Blank. Harry uh, Blank. Uh, uh, we have important important questions uh, must be answered. Do you only feel like women use Tumblr? No, actually, I think it's mostly <laughs> young men who are into like My Little Pony or something. So I take that back. Wow, you are like 15 years behind. Yeah. Well, I um, generally speaking am. Yes. <laughs> Thank uh, you for pointing it out so brutally. Anyway, I know, uh, Rat, you, I'm you're... I'm coping with the fact that I'm chronically online. Um, yeah. I know you're like, uh, fuck Twitter, and yeah, fuck Twitter, but also, did you want to give out any of your social media? <laughs> yeah, my handle is Radiger, R-A-D-D-A-G-H-E-R, on, like, pretty much everything. Um, but, if you want to, uh, like, keep up with, like, the actual news, we, I just started a like real email list on findusalivepodcast.com yeah. so that's where like the actual updates will be if you want to subscribe to that 
Nice. Yeah. Um, also, thanks for having me on. This was awesome. Anytime. Yeah, literally. Any come other subject soon. you want to come on, please come back. Absolutely. Um, I think uh, we should have a mean episode where we take our own articles and we just... Oh, our things. own articles. That's pretty good. And by our right. own, I mean just yours, not mine, because all mine are good. <laughs> just Gregory's. We'll have just a lower Gregory self-esteem <laughs> episode, because he's just got too much self-esteem. Yeah, episode, that's, that's my problem. 50, that's my problem. My articles are too, are too well-rated. That is my problem, definitely. Yeah, we're, we're gonna fix that. We're gonna make sure we fix that. Great. We're gonna make sure we fix that by all getting banned from the wiki for brigading Gregory. <laughs> That'll be the funniest possible way for me to get kicked off of the wiki. Like, I'm sorry, you were part of a downvote brigade for your co-host, and you, sir, you were downvote brigading your own things? Yeah, it's called a joke. It's, it's a joke. Jesus. We did it for the bit. You don't understand. Banned. Uh, all right, uh, Harry. I expect I expect those that numbers uh, station broadcast on my desk uh, by Monday. <laughs> yeah, no, your birthday's in like November or something. Two, three, five. <laughs>